Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a standalone actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Every episode, or microplot, is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into an overarching macroplot of the whole season. Because they stand sturdily on their own, you can listen to these episodes in any order and skip any you don't enjoy. But you'll enjoy this one, so just stay tuned. Today, we are joined by Gatsby. Ah, bonjour. I must remember the accent because it has been quite some time since I've been able to join on an adventure, but I am very glad to be here. I am a level 9 tiefling warlock. I am at all times joined by my faithful micro-pig Daisy, who is currently wearing a one of those little umbrella hats. It's very yellow, very cute, and hopefully it will rain so she doesn't look stupid. <laughs> uh, Jade... Hello, I am Jade. I am a 52-year-old level 9 paladin of the crown. I have defended Guasso for 27 years before I retired and defended my wife way too much. She said, Jade, get out of the house. Go play with the fire-blazing kittens. And so I am here. I have red skin. <laughs> Completely black eyes with no sclera, which is real for the white part. And bronze on my head. Excellent. And Willie. Will Valian von Erden, everybody's favorite dead guy. Level 5 Warlock's Hexblade, a level 1 Barbarian, and of course, three levels of Conquest Paladin. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, you know it. Jade gets it. Smite! Smite! I... Smite! <laughs> Ooh, big swing willy over here. Uh, I'm a tall... Dead, shark-toothed, pale skin, curlied hair that covered my smoking green pits of eyes. You know the deal. I'm a big creep. But you know what? I'm here to help. Excellent. So, the three of you are currently sitting at a picnic table across the street from the Fire-Breathing Kittens Guild Hall. It is a Sunday morning, and you're eagerly awaiting the reopening of the Guild Hall. You see, about four weeks ago, a bard in Jishope, whose name is Sizzle, released a new song, and it's called Sweep Bad News Away, and it has become a nationwide sensation. Not only do people enjoy the song, but they feel inspired to sweep and clean their homes and places of business. The mayor of Nicomoy, in an effort to ride the wave of this popular phenomenon, last week declared it to be Sweeps Week, where everyone would make an effort to better the town. Nusilag is on the cusp of reopening the hall after a week of cleaning. What are all of you doing? Uh, Willie is thinking about Sweeps Week, and he really hopes that this is going to be a chance for him to move up and, like, really, you know, to put it in showbiz terms, like, get a show off the air. So, uh, you said we were waiting uh, at a picnic table for it to reopen, so I guess I've got my little backpack full of cleaning supplies on. I'm holding a broom like a spear, like a guardsman guarding a castle. Uh, one of those headbands to keep uh, like my hair out of my eyes so my smoking green pits are in full blast. And I'm ready to do some cleaning. Meanwhile, uh, Gatsby is sipping a chilled margarita because I, this week has been so boring. Like, uh... Everyone's just been sitting around, cleaning, and there's no way to make that interesting in the press. Everyone's doing the exact same thing. There haven't been any murders, there haven't been any riots, there haven't been any, like, 
gender reveal parties that have gotten su- suspiciously out of hand. It's been awful. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so I've just been sitting here for the past week and they're like, oh, Gatsby, go and report on this. And I go, well, why? It's just some dude cleaning up. I mean, this one's found two spider nests. Ooh, big deal. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Let's, uh, let's be nice about spiders. My best friend is a spider. Well, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's just boring, you know? Hence the margarita. <laughs> Jade, are you doing anything in particular? I agree. And I thump a wine bottle down on the picnic table looking at Willie with the cleaning supplies. And I like, I don't clink glasses because margarita glasses are fragile, but the spirit is there as I'm like, all my wife Alice has been doing all week is, oh, clean this, clean that. I clean this thing. She says, I need do this. I need do that. Ah. <laughs> I did it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a wonderful wife. Thank you. She does not agree. She says, Get out of the house. You're just making messes everywhere. You go leaving a trail. <sighs> but she did send me with this, and I give you all a wine bottle of your own. Oh, neat. He'll take too big of a swig. Uh, again, showing off the fact that he has now mastered eating and drinking. <laughs> Character <laughs> development. Yeah. Only took me nine levels, baby. <laughs> um, I, I live with Tanninger, as you know, and he's a bit of a messy boy. So I enjoy keeping things neat and tidy. And I will say, that new Sizzle song, it's a bit of a toe-tapper. Eh, I've heard better. I mean, uh, it's its nothing compared to... Oh, do you remember that song from from years back? It's a classic now. It says, um, don't jump on my ankles. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I'm not familiar with that. Do you not remember that one? Maybe, Jade, you must remember that. You're from Albion too, aren't you? Oh, the music from the past. You know, these young kids have no taste in music at all. Oh, tell me about it. It's, jump, don't jump on my ankles. It's the B-side to That Frog Has Whiskers. Do you know that one? Of course. Oh, please. One of you, sing a few bars of this song for me. I'm but a young 18, 19-year-old man. I've never heard it. That so please sing. has whiskers. <laughs> Yeah, it was much along that sort of line. It was uh, kind of an operatic number, if I remember correctly. Um, Jade, you're a much better singer than I am. (laughs) (laughs) The frog and all of its whiskers are there. Willie, his his smoking green pits have coalesced into, like, inky green tears that are streaming down his face at the beauty of Jade's voice. (laughs) My God. I need everybody to roll a perception check. <laughs> With a disadvantage, right? <laughs> yeah, I was oh, going to say, can is. I willingly take disadvantage because I'm crying? You may. You're so enthralled by Jade's voice, it's hard for you to notice anything else. Ooh, six is both times, so... <laughs> nice. Nine. And uh, 15 for Gatsby. Aha. Uh-huh. So, only Gatsby notices out of the corner of his eye... There's an anthropomorphic sunflower man that exits the shop next to you. Uh, the shop is Sunflower Sundries, and he has a very crestfallen look. He's carrying a sandwich board sign, unfolds it in front of his shop, and it reads, going out of business. And he hangs his head and walks back into his shop. Hey, are uh, really? Yes. 
I suspect there may be some money to be made here because this this guy seems to be going out of business, this sunflower fellow. If there's a sale on, we could buy everything and then resell it at a profit. Oh, my dear Gatsby, you've, you've clearly never been to sunflower sundries before. Obviously not. I have no, of course not. We could maybe even buy the shop and set up a tavern. Something that will make money. See, now that's an idea. Tanninger's been encouraging me to strike out on my own. But, I mean, that location across the street is pretty cursed from my understanding. Oh, you know what they say about curses. Make them yours and take power over the weak. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, Gatsby, you're a genius. Uh, Let's go. So are you approaching Sunflower Sundries, or what are you choosing to do? We will stride confidently up to the front, carefully checking to see whether we actually have any money at all with us to make an offer to buy the shop. All right. And I follow along, prepared to carry things. I know the deal. (laughs) So Sunflower High Sprout, the owner, comes to you and says, Yeah, hello. Ah, uh... Hello, Mr. Sunflower. Oh, hi. Oh, you're with the fire-breathing kittens, right? Yes. I uh, see you guys across the street. You guys are great. Uh, it's been a rough day, though. I don't know if I'm up for talking. How can I How can I help you? Well, are you up for drinking? And he motions like the open wine bottle that Jade gave him. Mm, I don't know. I'm more of a, a water drinker myself. I've, I've never really part... Is that, is that water, or what, what exactly is that? It can be water, and I cast... Oh, wait, no, I, I, I misread my spells. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, I'll give it a go. What have I got to lose, right? I'm already losing everything else. I attempt to cast Prestidigitation, but accidentally cast Eldritch Blast. <laughs> 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 so wine bottle explodes, showering everyone in red wine. <laughs> ah! <Reveler's> horns! <laughs> he knows the wine! <laughs> oh! Is this is this how you drink wine? This is this is outrageous. Oh, sorry, Daisy hiccuped. That's that that can happen sometimes. Uh, my my darling sunflower. Uh, you have like root feet, right? What can can't you just kind of stand on the spilt wine and absorb it into your roots? Yes, I I was that that is what I intend to do. I I I sometimes hesitate to drink from other people's cups because I have to actually put my foot in their cup, and people don't traditionally like that very much. You're very sad, and I'm dead. Why are you losing your shop, dear Sunflower? Well, I need... I'm not making any money, and I owe about 200,000 gold, and if I don't make the money, I'll... I'm going to lose my shop. And so, are any of you fabulously wealthy and would like to sponsor me, or would you like to buy any of my products? I do have some medium-quality vegetables that... Stunningly high prices. Um, no, 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 Sunflower. Uh, he, he hangs his head just a little bit lower. Oh. At the mention of 200,000 gold, Gatsby quickly puts away his 600 gold and uh, also puts away the notes he has on potential names of the pub. Well, that's okay. I'm sure the bank will sell it to somebody else. Well, I'm going to go... Well, everybody's sweeping, so I'm going to go back and sweep. I hope that's okay with you. Can I 
You sure you don't want to buy anything? Sacre bleu! I have an idea. Zutalo. Really, you mentioned that this place was supposed to be haunted, correct? Uh, it's it's more of a metaphorical curse that every business that opens up across from the yeah, fire yeah, 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 kittens... we, we don't have time for your metaphors. Now. I'm so sorry. If. He hangs his head in shame next to Sunflower. <laughs> now, if the bank believes for sure that this place is haunted, they'll never be able to sell it to anyone. They maybe have to get word of it at a very low cost to a shell corporation that I'm sure Tanager has set up somewhere. He loves the mob. Exactly. All we need... To, I've got contacts, but I don't like to share those. Um, if we want the building, we make them believe it is haunted, then we can save the business and also probably have some sort of, like, um, alcohol running ring on the inside, but we'll figure that out the details later. How does that sound? What, what, what part do I need to play? Do I, do I get to help with any of that? Yeah, Sunflower, you have access to medium-quality rotten vegetables, correct? Uh, quite a lot, yes. From my understanding, <laughs> that's halfway to alcohol, baby. <laughs> oh, really? I don't, I don't really know the process, so, well, yeah, if you guys can help me figure this out, that would be great. Okay, we just need to find a brewer. <laughs> Wait, hold on, I think I might have something to help the haunting thing. And he does his, uh, wolf whistle activating the night collar in his tooth to resummon for the day his floating skull friend. Skull free. <laughs> oh, what is that? He's got a little crown on it and is just enveloped in a light, smoky pallor. This is my assistant, skull free. He's a mindless undead, but I understand most find him very unsettling. Uh, yes, I I'm one of them. Well, welcome to your haunted house. Oh, okay, I'm gonna go inside and sweep. Um, can you have the skull just hang out front? And I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, skull free, go hang out in an upper story window with a curtain, and then go in front of the curtain, but then when somebody looks back, disappear behind it. <laughs> so, what are your projected margins for this haunted house, Uli? Well, from what we learned in that, that cafe with the sword and the stone is that having a weird magical thing can really mess up a business. So I guess we now renegotiate with the bank for a lower-valued assessment of the property. Then we go to the Safiosis, or my dear Tanninger, get him to give a loan to buy the property, sign it over to all three of us, if I guess four, with dear Sunflower, and then we own a tavern. I think we can do better than that. Because if you think about it, if they have reports of only one haunting, then they just send in a team of adventurers like us, get it sorted, and then they can do it. Because the money they spend on that team will be less than their losses if they have to discount the sale of the property. So, are you up for any degree of grave robbing? Well, my my new tooth, the the night collar which I possess, allows me the employ of up to two undead. So I could just politely ask them to come out of their grave. No robbing needed, my dear friend. Oh, that's handy. <laughs> well, if you don't rob the grave, then you don't break the law. If they go out willingly, you can help it. I just say, come here, boy. Come here, brains. I've got brains. <laughs> 
Yes, it's simple because in my experience, if people see a cellar full of bodies, they tend to not stay there too long. Exactly. And then the bank will be forced to refinance. <laughs> yes. Cry havoc and refinance. <laughs> so at this moment, you hear the sound of trumpets from across the street from the guild hall. Oh, heads up. It's opening. Although many of your fellow guild members are enjoying the week off, the ones that are present outside cheer in excitement and rush inside. It's like Sunday at noon. <laughs> <laughs> Streets are clear. We can go now. Get the corpses. Bring them back. No one will see. <laughs> I'm going to run across the street and pass off all my cleaning supplies. Okay. So who are you, to whom are you passing them off? Just like once I get inside and I see people like anybody cleaning, I'm like, hey, I bought all this stuff, but now I'm I'm doing an illegal <laughs> land deal, so I don't have time to clean today. All right. When you go inside, uh, you enter the very familiar place, but things look different. They're similar, but not quite the same. Decades of dirt and grime have been washed away. Uh, many of the fixtures seem to shine with like this unusual vibrancy. And you see the cushioned stools by the bar are actually red, and you thought they were gray for years, or at least as long as you've been a member. Uh, additionally, the familiar smell of sweat and stale booze that once permeated the hall is now replaced with an aroma of a lemon-scented cleaning agent. And while you're inside, can you make a perception check? Oh, not 20, my friend. Well, with a 20, you see a couple of things. One... You see three letters pinned to the bulletin board of jobs, but also you notice that by the bulletin board, your spider is gone. Why? Uh, would you like to ask somebody in the hall? Um, I think I'd rather scream it. Okay. <laughs> every, head, every head in the hall turns your direction, and it's like, why is Willie screaming why? And so... Uh, Nusalag, uh, who, who is very concerned, comes up to you and says, Willie, wh wh what's the problem? Where's Spider? Oh, um, yeah, we got rid of all the spider webs. It's sweeps week, after all. We've cleaned the entire he hall. He crumples to the floor. Oh, my dear boy, are you okay? No, he's like unconscious, crumples to the floor. Oh. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> I lay on hands. I give you a hit point. Or, you know, I could... What is the word for that gentle repose? Make sure your corpse doesn't rot. <laughs> I feel like for Willie, that's just like putting on deodorant. <laughs> um, a lot of concern is um, raised because a, a member of the, the guild has passed out in the middle of the hall. A crowd kind of forms around you trying to, to comfort you, to, to wake you up, to make sure everything's all right. And um, I guess, Gatsby, are you still across the street planning your uh, illegal booze operation? I, I, w I would like to say not only have I started planning on it, I've managed to uh, locate a local plague wagon and I managed to <laughs> convince him just to let me take whatever because he's had a tough day and he wants to go home. So from the outside you hear, Really? Jed, get over here. I can't carry them all and they smell really bad. I carry out Willie's unconscious form because I got a strength of like, what, 16 or something? I can pick you up. Oh, and... Jade, you got another one. Excellent. Oh, wait, no, that's just Willie. So <laughs> as you go to like pick Willie up, he like vampire rises like a straight 90 degrees. Uh, his like neck is rippling with muscle 
Uh, his hair is like straightened and a little bit longer, and you hear a growly voice. Willie's not here right now. Oh, uh, so who am I speaking to? I'm the king of all creation. I mean, Willie said that before. Willie is not here right now. Okay, well, I would like to talk to Willie, please. And also, just because I'm interested to see how this would work, I can't speak with dead. Uh, oof. Uh, do you... Because Willie is dead. <laughs> I As a guess reborn, he, yeah. I mean, he has died. Either way, it's just going to be a wailing cry. Ah, that's the uh, Willie we know. Yeah. <laughs> Willie is upset about the spider. Well, he yeah, does I'm not sure. wish to come out. I mean, that's fair enough. Um, how are you with uh, moving corpses? I have moved thousands to the grave. Oh, excellent. We've got like about five or six of them. Can you just get them into the, the sunflower shop? And um, don't mind the, the person inside, especially if he starts screaming at you. Uh, he's, had a, he's had a rough day. Silently, he like walks across and starts moving corpses just into the middle display area of uh, the sunflower shop. Well, I guess beggars got to be choosers. You see people walking down the sidewalk toward the sunflower shop, stopping and then crossing the street and just kind of going around and just looking in amazement and disgust at the same time. The reputation is spreading. We are successful. Honestly, Jade, I wasn't sure you'd go for this. You seem a bit more of a stickler, but you've really lightened up since I've known you. (laughs) Are there laws being broken here that I should know about but don't? Wait, no. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's uh, up to the plague wagon owner's right. discretion to uh, decide where the corpses go. Usually it's in a graveyard or, <laughs> you know, some proper disposal area. But I guess contractually he can now give them to Gatsby. So I think you're you're in the clear. Yes, I mean, you have removed the bodies that you are paid to do and say, <laughs> is this a law-breaking thing? All right, anyway. Jay doesn't well, have any law being broken here. <laughs> uh, just to be, like, cover all of our bases, uh, the king of all creation finishes loading the bodies, but out comes wet work Willem, a more slick version of Willie, one of the previous holders, who just slides 50 gold pieces into your hand. Oh, we're being paid for all his service. Yes, uh, we are disposing of the bodies, preventing the plague, and helping lower property values. I... High five one of the corpses. Uh, <laughs> wet work will pick up one of the hands so it gives you a nice snap back to <laughs> complete the high five. Yeah, you know what's up. A Nusalag, uh pokes his head out of the door from across the street to make sure Willie's okay and says, uh, Hey guys, um, everybody left with the other jobs. We've had a backup. We really need help with these jobs that are on the board. Are any of you available? Quiet, Nulesag. We're busy. <laughs> How do we get the bank out here for a re-inspection? Should we contact them? What do they pay the jobs? Oh. I'm saying a different thing. Um, It doesn't say. One of them says uh, handsomely rewarded. Uh, it's a little unclear. I need to negotiate that. I think it's going to be pretty pretty good. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's go schmooze these bank fools. Come back, pick up the job, make us a... Uh, Two paydays in one 24-hour period. Sound good? Sounds good. Party? Oh, sounds sounds okay to me. I've just been uh, waiting up on my speak with Zed. 
And because I can more or less cast it at will, uh, it doesn't say that I can only use it on one at a time. So the duration is for 10 minutes. So I can theoretically get multiple corpses talking at once. So would anyone like an undead choir? (laughs) Yeah, you know, once I... uh... (laughs) I went to this haunted mansion, and they had all kinds of singing dead folk. We could get a real operation money. Hey, uh, Gatsy, wet work, lovely to meet you. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. I just haven't had a chance to come to the surface, but lovely to meet you. Oh, you too. You know, these things happen, you know, scheduling conflicts and all that. All right, well, let's uh, let's get this opera popping. Jade goes outside and says... Attention, attention, we have a performance for you. Can I do like a persuasion check to get people to attend this choir? Uh, yeah, that sounds appropriate. Oh, well, I have a plus eight to my two. Okay. Dead bells in choir, they will sing with voices from beyond the grave. People are a little distracted because it's sweeps week and they, they do want to get into the the feeling of sweeping up and so some of them pay attention to you some of them don't but you do try you do draw a medium-sized crowd remember there is also the fact they have like a cross of blood on them which means they have the plague so they're gonna keep a (laughs) bit of a distance (laughs) come listen to this plague people the results are beautiful diseased voices why is this not working (laughs) (laughs) well remember jade we want to lower the value of this property so, oh. if anything, you're helping. Yes. <laughs> so, people notice that the area around the shop is remarkably clean, because everybody, as you can imagine, has been cleaning all week, except that sunflower shop is now just overflowing with corpses, and flies are being drawn, and it's just absolutely disgusting, and people are like, uh, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. But, um, I assume, is the choir beginning? Oh, yes. Uh, so I have cast uh, Speak With Dead five times. <laughs> Once for each so of that... them. And I've just been teaching them the words to Zafrock has whiskers. Oh, excellent. So that, that does kind of draw... There's a People are torn. They're like, that's disgusting, but it's amazing at the same time. And they can't quite figure out how they feel about it. Uh, you see a few folks that, you, um, that are Albion natives, and they're like, oh... I can't believe this is our song from when we are young. This is fantastic. I'm like, you're welcome, random citizens. Thank you so much for this. This is wonderful. And a one, and a two, and a one. So they uh, they burst into an acapella version of uh, That Frog Has Whiskers. It's gone. Hang on. Let me just throw a quick performance check for them. Well, I rolled a 10, so it's kind of middling. But to be fair, their vocal cords yeah. have largely decayed. People uh, have squished faces in a look of slight disapproval, and people start to kind of scatter. Well, yes, someone starts coughing, and then they all panic and run away. But hey, that's plague for you. Yeah. What you gonna do? (laughs) So, should we not go to the bank? We've got a... Maybe we should take one of these guys with us. One of, one of their voices is not very good, and I want to spare the rest of them the pain. So should we just track this corpse with us to the bank? I will help you. I have checked, and my strength is actually 18. Okay, so you do that. I will uh, I will uh, continually cast 
speak with Jade on it for every 10 minutes until we get to the bank. Perfect. I'm immune to disease, so I have no concept of what I'm like. I shall pick them up. So 25 minutes later, after walking to the bank, uh, you see the assistant bank manager, who is a human with short curly hair. Uh, She's wearing a very professional looking outfit. And she stares in amazement as to you carrying a corpse into their newly cleaned bank. Like, oh, hello. Um, oh, may I help you? Yeah, we got a little problem with uh, corpses in one of your locations. Oh, yes. Uh, can you please leave that outside? I, 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 I don't. I, we, we can't have that in the bank. Is this discrimination? Do we have a lawsuit or not? And- no, no. It's just filthy. <gasps> uh, and please clean I yourselves up. It. So discriminatory. Uh, well, yes, I discriminate against the filthy. You are filthy. Look at you. This is a clean establishment. If you'd like our help, please enter bathed, washed, you know, for the sake of the health of the people around you. I take out my notebook and just jot down the words, I discriminate. And I go, <laughs> sorry, uh, what, what was your name? So I can quote you in tomorrow's gazette. Uh, uh, yes, uh, my name is uh, Robin, Robin Treehollow. Robin Treehollow, uh, I discriminate. Fantastic, lovely. Thank you. No, 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 no. Please, please, please. Don't, don't misquote me. We run a professional establishment, that's all. You run a professional establishment that discriminates against the dead and the undead people. Yes. You use such, such FWLs against them. Oh, it's terrible. So I, I cannot stand the undead. Write that down. Oh, don't worry, I'm on it. <laughs> yes, you, uh, you may quote me on that. That is, it's disgusting. So, Willie is not here to provide a barrier for all the different personalities. So, you just see different hairstyles going off as all of the dead people inside of Willie are like, Hey, wait a minute here. Oh, <laughs> yes, not, may I Not to you? mention the corpse we've actually got to act who's still uh, able to talk. Look, look, what, what, what do you want? Let's, let's sort this out quickly. So, corpse says, I want to be buried. Because you asked a question. Wonderful. One of these three who have come in will bury you. Please, be on your way. Yeah, and what about the, uh, all the other corpses that keep appearing because uh, one of your properties is haunted? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, one of your properties is haunted and you're trying to get a uh, nice uh, plant man. Which? Another non-standard biological entity, oh, might I add. And I look at Gatsby. Are you referring to uh, Sunflower High Sprout? Yeah, yeah, the super haunted house across from FBK Hall that uh, maybe we could get you to lower the price on. So she turns to Gatsby and says, for the record, I love Sunflower. He is delightful. He is very behind on his payments, though, and he will lose that shop. And you were saying, and then he turns to Willie, it's haunted. Yeah, how's he supposed to make payments when he's got ghosts and goblins and (sighs) corpses coming up out of the ground? Are you perhaps charging him an inflated price more than five times with this haunted pittance of a property as well because you are discriminating against him? That would break the law, you know. No, we do not discriminate against sunflowers. I just have a personal preference against the filth that the undead bring into this fine establishment. That's all. So, if you please, I will send your suggestion to our remediation team. They'll evaluate the, the property and in about a week we'll have an answer. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. Please leave. Well, how would you react if I told you that the sunflower was undead? <gasps> oh. Well, he looks remarkably good. 
I think they knew the old time, and that is why they have been charging them such an outrageous price for such a valueless property. We have evidence of turnover in the past, and there are corpses in it right now. No, 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 no. We... Oh, but she uh, uh, claims to love Sunflower. It's just his species she doesn't like. He's one of the good ones, you would say? You are putting words in my mouth, and I do not appreciate it. I am not aware, nor have I ever been aware, that the Sunflower is undead, and I treat him with the utmost respect, because he at least tries to make his payments on time, and you are dragging this thing that wants to be buried. He, Please do as he asks. Go bury that person and leave me be. Also, now the undead are people to you, huh? They've, they, yes, they've always been people. It doesn't mean they're not filthy and disgusting. Have you met a filthy and disgusting person? You're not helping your case. You know, if we do not reach an amicable settlement on this, we have no choice but to go to the court of law. Well, you know, I have uh, several friends who are judges and police officers, and I do not know if it will work out so well for you. When, in the meantime, we could move up the reevaluation date to say right now, lower the rates, get the sale done within 24 hours, and I'm sure you could find some way you accuse me of putting words in your mouth, but what about coins in your pocket? Uh, so, this is what I understand. You're both trying to intimidate me and bribe me. Sir and madam, that will not do. Please, if you would like to d- discuss this topic with our reassessor, he is currently in Brindle, uh, no, not Brindlestoke, Shireford upon Emu. So if you'd like to go there and find him, be my guest, but he will not return until tomorrow. Can I do a history check? Do I know where Shireford upon Emu is? Uh, roll a history check. I'm so good at dice. Two. You have no idea, but I will say you do know that there is a map of the area next to the job board in the guild hall. Mm. So, so please, uh, away with you, and your uh, your fully person, but yet disgusting corpse. Not you, Sir Willie. Um, although I don't know your name because you haven't introduced yourself. The thing that uh, the paladin is carrying. Can Can I speak for the thing just for a second? Sure. You need some HR training. <laughs> if I had a nickel every time I heard that, we would double the size of our bank. But thank so you. you have that bad of a history with customer relations. And again, I shoot a look at Gatsby. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, my dear friend, if the Bank of Guasso is the only bank in town. In fact, it's the only bank in the nation. So what are you going to do about it? I'm going to start my own bank. <laughs> <laughs> Go right ahead. All right. W- w- Willie is defeated in this moment, so he is down to leave. One of the, like, uh, when you join up for a queue in, like, a MMO, one out of three is ready to depart. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I think I have everything I need. Shall we go and find this, uh, what do you call him? I wasn't listening. Appraiser, that's the word. Uh, Willie will shake his head, let the king all the creation out, and go, I do think we should find Willie's spider. It is absolute chaos within this corpse. Okay. Is it a specific spider, or will any spider do? I honestly cannot tell the difference, but it seems important to Willie. Okay, so step one, find the spider, or an, a spider approximation, and we'll 
give him a nice little hat to distract Willy. And step two, fix this whole bank situation and maybe start some sort of revolution. But that's step two. First is we find the spider. Step negative 500. Barely is a corpse. <laughs> hey, he's still got like three questions left. Actually, may, no, we'll just leave the corpse here. Ah, uh, yes. I set the person down. Oh, uh, excuse me, madam. Please, please, don't leave that there. Is there a plot of dirt nearby or a vacant lot? Uh, roll a perception check. Oof, no, below 10. Um, you, you cannot tell. Uh, you don't see dirt anywhere. Mm. I think it best if we do bury this corpse. I guess I could carry them. I, I do have skeleton capacity, and I put them in the backpack setting on my back, arms over my shoulders, legs under my arms. This is my life now. Yeah. Break the elbow and the knee joints and then just tie the feet to their hands and wear them like straps. Perfect. Hey, can you hold this? And I put something in their mouth for them to hold for me. Thank you. Well, that's another question. Who left? (laughs) 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 Sorry, that one got me. Uh, just a quick anecdote. I was playing World of Darkness, did a very similar thing where I made my players do this whole ritual to speak to undead. And, like, the dude was so excited, he just goes, can you hear me? And they only had one question. He goes, yes. And then it ended. <laughs> that just gave me flashbacks. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so what are you up to now? Well, as we are leaving, I will just turn around back around to the person we said we were talking to and say, real quick, could you just say the words anyone for me? Anyone? Lovely. Thank you. Uh, look, do you have business to discuss? Oh, well, or- we, we don't, but um, the corpse does. Throw him back on there and we'll I'll recast the spell so we can have an appointment. Okay. Ooh. Mm. Oh, no, he can't talk. Never oh, mind. yes, we, we have a new but- walking appointment for you. Uh, yeah, can we make an appointment for five minutes before closing time? I'm going to use my other ability of, like, the other undead for Nightcaller, and then we can just have him sit in the lobby for the entire day. It's a sit-in. We actually close at noon today, seeing as how it's Sunday. Um, so in about two hours, yes, he may have his appointment. Well, then I'm going to save my use of my magic item then. Okay, we can get back in two hours, probably. Uh, yeah, let's go quick. So, uh, as we leave, I just read over the notes I've taken uh, to the other two. So I can say, okay, so, this is all quoted. So, not necessarily, I've, I've quoted the, you know, the right words, but not necessarily in the right order. So it says, don't misquote me. I discriminate against everyone. I don't care about anyone. That's filthy and disgusting. And that's everyone. What are you going to do about it? (laughs) So that'll go to print tomorrow and we'll have a lovely time, won't we? Finally, we get something more interesting than all these cleaning stories. (laughs) And you should take them to court, the court of public opinion. It's wonderful, Gatsby. Yes, yes. What we like to see. Anyway, where are we going? It's surprise a person. Well, uh, on the list is spider surprise the person. Oh yes, sorry. <laughs> I mean, spiders whenever. Just Willie's having a full panic attack right now. Anything that could help. 
Willie, would you like some ice cream? Well, uh, Gatsby and I are going to a pet store for no particular reason. Yes. Mm. Mm. Roll to see if Willie has a persona that likes ice cream. Yes. <laughs> uh, Wawa Wonderland, a Willy Wonka type figure who thought that he could expand his candy business by the use of the king of all creation. <laughs> Do you have a limited number of these personalities? You just used one of them on that? <laughs> no, I just have a proficiency per day, 1d6 to a skill check. So uh, I'm interpreting that as, okay. you know, wow. I can only use it for a bonus, but no, my like, it's been something I've been seeding for a while, but yeah, Willie's got a bunch of people in his head. <laughs> all right. So while all those people are distracted, I say to Gatsby, I have done this many times with my daughter, Adele. You know that hamsters do not live for 10 years. Well, no, but we're not looking for a hamster, are we? Exactly, we shall get a spider for Willie, and he will never know the difference. Make sure you get a hat for it. <laughs> then we can say the spider only went out to get a new hat, and then came back. Maybe a haircut <laughs> as well. That's why they looked so different. Oh, explaining the absence. <laughs> you ever turned up to somewhere with a haircut and people don't recognize you? Like that. <laughs> Perfect. What do I return from the pet store with? Can I roll? What did I get? Roll a d4. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hopefully some sort of spider, please. A three? <laughs> Got to be so much more difficult just to just a cat. <laughs> so it's a spider. A three is a spider, but it's not the same spider that was inhabiting by the bulletin board. It's more of a tarantula. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so I've got it in like a, a terrarium, and I'm like, this is what I could get. That's okay. Uh, what I can probably do is cast some sort of spell on it. Yes, I can. I can cast Minor Illusion so on it to make it look like the old one. And we must say, we found him, but he is very... Um, he's kind of worried. He's, he's, he's a bit anxious. You know, he's been uh, taken out of his home. He's feeling a little worse for wear, so he just needs a little time on his own just to get used to this space and feel a bit better about himself. He's had a new haircut, so he's feeling, you know, a bit bit self-conscious about that. Uh, he would just really appreciate to be left alone for a, a short while. So we're going to put him in the haunted house so he can scare people, just like he always did back home. Yes, the spider is helping. We go get Willie, I guess, right? Yes, I guess so. Uh, let's listen for the, the sound of the ice cream. Yes, there it is. Oh. He's, like, doing cartwheels and, like, pretending to fall down, like, doing the full <laughs> Willy walk a bit. <laughs> do, 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 Oh, no, stop. <laughs> yeah, stop, we'll get copyright struck. Okay. Um, oh, no, I was quoting the movie. But, oh, uh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, stop. Yeah, he does say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite line in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but w willie's willie's the a, a a part of willie is there i guess not a part of willie is there i've got some good news for you we have found something that looks like your spider <laughs> uh so wawa wonderland will walk over look at it and you see willie sort of like shakes out of it a little and just very sadly says 
This isn't my spider. Oh, sure he is. He looks exactly the same, I think. I'm not a child, Gatsby. I'm not one of your readers who will believe whatever line you give me. This was a gesture, and I will accept it. It is a spider, and it needs love. And I will love it. Spider 2, Spider's Revenge. (laughs) I will not let the same fate befall you. So long as my undead heart beats in my chest, no one will ever again clean the fire-breathing kitten's (laughs) guild hall. (laughs) I promise this to you. All right. How does the spider react? (laughs) Uh, uh, Hold on, let me roll for it. Three. Uh, (laughs) Indifferent. (laughs) Just like spider one. The origin. (laughs) So, um, where would you like to go now? It's two hours till the bank closes. Um, Nuselag mentioned there's some jobs. You've got a couple of options. You can talk to Sunflower about your plan. Um, out of character. I think we should check the jobs, see if any of them are out of town, because then maybe we could hit two birds, one stone. Okay. Yeah, we don't know what any of those jobs are, so we should probably at least get that info first. Yes, and then we can put the spider in a new spot in the guild hall with a, with a little sticky note on saying, no one move under pain <laughs> of death. Oh, no. This spider will never again leave my sight. Add well, one spider to your inventory. How will you go to sleep? <laughs> I will put it in my mouth. And actually, I don't sleep, so <laughs> ignore that first part. <laughs> okay. Noted. I will do what I normally did when people were sleeping and watch the spider. It's my favorite TV show. Um, I love its indifference. <laughs> it it would have been like a little bit unsatisfying if the spider loved me. <laughs> it's just like, eh, just does what a spider does, you know. Oh, yep, that's it. Uh, so you're you head back to the guild hall. You walk in, and then um, I guess Gatsby wasn't in earlier. He also notices. You notice things are remarkably clean. Smells fresh like lemons. Uh, hopefully that's a, a smell you enjoy. DM uh, returns to first paragraph of plan for game. <laughs> right. No, that's fine. It's just like an adventure book where you're like, wait, I have to go back to page three? Gosh, dang it. <laughs> So, and then you go to, I assume the, the there's the job board and then the map, if you wanted to refer to the map as well. As they're checking out the job board, I'd like to look up where Shiaford upon Emu is. Okay. Um, it's very obvious. You don't need to roll for it. So, northwest of Nicomoy, there are some plains called the Fubi Plains. It's surrounded by the Retz Woods. On the east side of the Fubi Plains is a river called the Emu River. And the city is a little bit north, right on the river. So north-northwest of where you are currently. Is anybody... Oh, uh, yeah, uh, sorry, I thought, uh, yeah, the other two of us are going to go check out the board while Jade is checking out the map. Okay, so uh, you find three letters. Uh, I will assume you're opening them and reading them, and I'll read them one, two, three. Uh, Letter one. Good day, heroes. If it's not too much trouble, we have a pesky critter that is making a mess of our town. We need a touch of help. Contact Father Demophon in Brindlestoke for details and reward. You never know, that could be your spider. Uh, 
Willie like kind of shakes and then just starts carving a, a, a crudely drawn spider into the place on the wall where the spider used to have its web. Okay, don't mention the spider again. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds kind of boring. How about the second one? Letter two. Fire-breathing kittens. The Economic Council of Shireford-upon-Emu requests your assistance to pacify recent events that have caused economic turmoil to our citizens and village. Please come at once to bring stability and prosperity back to our hard-working populace. P.S. Your efforts will be handsomely rewarded. Uh, this sounds so boring. But, no, that's the one. We gotta go there anyway. Maybe, but so vague. Hey, and if I know anything about economic-type people, it's definitely gonna be a murder. <laughs> uh, letter three. A devastating attack has befallen the serene village of Once Upon a Time and threatens to eradicate our culture. Do not delay as the well-being of storytelling itself is at risk. Signed, and it's just all caps, STAG, S-T-A-G. Well, that one definitely seems the most interesting, but... It does, but, you know, my relationship with storytelling has always been on again, off again. So maybe we should just leave that one, see what happens to storytelling in the future, and... Maybe go do the second one, just so we can get our haunted house up and running properly. Two birds, one stone. Uh, and then he'll motion, like, Jade over, kind of like, hey, we need your input. Northwest of Nikimui is a city near the Imu River. Oh, yes, hello. I am Jade. <laughs> uh, hello, Jade. It's okay, it happens to all of us sometimes. <laughs> when, you're, when you're in a new place, sometimes you start speaking like the people that are already there. It's okay. <laughs> you know, you don't lose your heritage. Oh, Sometimes man. you just need a reminder. Oh man, this story's gonna end in her getting dementia by level twenty, huh? It's just gonna be changed. So it's okay. You're you're immune to diseases. Oh, yeah, dementia. You're you're immune. Don't worry about it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh. I mean, it gets a little into the vampire conundrum where it's like you'll have perfect clarity up until the moment of your death. <laughs> uh, yes, I have found the Shirefold upon Emu where the appraiser is. Uh, Willie will just kind of point at notes two and three because um, I know the character or the player heard them. We're trying to decide between the two. Mm. Which one do you think? Two birds, one stone? Or potentially the more interesting. So, just, I guess, to give you a clarification as to where all three of them are on the map, I assume you probably would have looked. So, Shireford upon Emu, like I said, is along the Emu River. South of that, uh, there's a branch off of the Emu River. That's the Atime River. And that's where Wants is. So, you would actually pass that before you get to Shireford. West of both of them kind of making a triangle is Brindlestoke. Okay, so theoretically we could just pop into Once Upon a Time and just see what's going on. If there's a like some great evil, then maybe we can just say hi, um, share a couple of drinks, and then move on as the town gets destroyed. And then I'll <laughs> write very nicely about it in the, the Gazette. So then we can go and get our haunted house Back up, maybe just pop back into the ruins of Once Upon a Time, take a couple of um, selfies, and uh, back home for the bank closing. How's that sound? 
I have been practicing my speed portraits. <laughs> ah, excellent, excellent. Right, does anyone need anything before we go, like sun cream or maybe a, a nice lolly? I think the, the ice cream van is about to leave, so I suggest we get going post-haste um, because they've got this new um, like hazelnut kind of ice cream I'd really like to try. Anyone? <laughs> Uh, uh, yes, but uh, this will speak to our players' different cultures. Sometimes my ice cream truck will sell low-grade fireworks. That's what I'm interested in. <laughs> well, obviously, if they're low-grade fireworks, I'm interested in that too. Maybe we can combine the two. Maybe stick a firework in some ice cream. Maybe a sparkler or something, just so it fizzes and goes bang. That would be fun. And I need a bit of fun today. Gives me a stomachache when too many personalities come out. I'm sure it does. Uh, yeah. Um, also, just a side note, I didn't really like that they said our very way of culture is existing, like, at risk. Uh, what if that culture sucks? You know, like, so we should definitely pop in there first, do a quick evaluation. <laughs> I'm on board with your plan, Gatsby. Evaluate the culture and then dismiss it if it sucks. Got it. Well, look, look, if the culture is like, yes, we bind one child every year into a storybook so that they can help continue stories. <laughs> yeah, no, that culture sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you never know. If the culture sucks that hard, maybe we can send that person from the bank over. They'd be happy there. Oh. Yeah, like, what Yeah. What if we show up and it's just like, what if we show up and it's just our bros from the ember from the cinder cloaks just like no just doing a bit of clean up on an evil cult once upon a time i don't know suspicious i, I agree it's a bit on the nose but <laughs> but i i'm in a mood i'm gonna go get some fireworks and ice cream <laughs> make 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 yourself feel better <laughs> All right, you go to the uh, traditional fireworks and ice cream truck that uh, cruises town. And uh, what kind of fireworks are you getting and what kind of ice cream are you getting? Uh, Gunpowder ice cream and I will take a vanilla frosted um, rocket. All right. That's two silver for Gatsby. Yeah, I'm going to take a bunch of bottle rockets and then uh, do they have the one of Nulisag? Where it like looks like his face, but it's always melted, so the eyes are messed up. It's like one of those uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pumps, oh, yeah. like a Tweety Bird like or whatever. Mask. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they <laughs> they have one that looks a lot like him. So yes, they have plenty of those. They're not as hot of a seller as the the guy was imagining. So he's happy to just give you one of those for free. But the bottle rockets will set you back five silver. Mm. Can I spend a gold and get all of his so he has to buy more? Uh, yes, you now have 25 Nusalag, uh, face pops. Dope. <laughs> uh, I guess, since we're not too far away, I'm gonna just run back into the guild and pop them in the icebox. <laughs> I was going to say, they'll all melt by, time, by the time we get there. <laughs> you could do it with pockets full of melted ice cream, and no one wants that. Yeah, Wawa Wonderland came out for a second and was like, I want all the ice cream. <laughs> I notice I'm looking at the list of items for sale and I lean in close across the counter and I say, eh, I, I heard that you had a, a certain item and I gesture about a keg sized and I'm like, a certain gunpowder keg and I slide 300 gold across the counter. He's like, 
Whoa. Because I'm going to send the stats in the chat. A gunpowder keg in 5e is 250 gold and 20 pounds. I do have that in stock. Unfortunately, you need a permit for uh, a gunpowder keg. Do you have a permit? I do. And I take out paper promises, which is one of my magic items. I can give it a command word and it can be any paper. And I'm like, be a permit. And it also returns to me magically. So I hand the paper to this person. Okay. uh, The guy checks it out and given its magical properties... Yeah, I see no issue. This is all on the up and up. So, uh, okay. Uh, you don't have to pay 300. It's only 250. Uh, you want to keep your 50 gold? I don't mind taking it, mind you. I'm an entrepreneur after all. Oh, you know that that'd been between you and me, but I guess if you insist on giving me a change. <laughs> oh, no, I have a reputation to maintain. I, I would like to be a fair uh, purveyor of ice cream and fireworks. Well, tell you what, why don't I spend that extra 50 on ice cream for the guild? Oh, per- I will gladly take it. I think that is the rest of my stock of ice cream, that is. So here is one gunpowder keg and about 15 pounds worth of ice cream. <laughs> I started giggling because I thought you were going to ask for just a gun. And I thought it was ridiculous. But no, you just went straight to bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Uh, I will be cruising this street more often. Uh, excuse me, I have to go replenish my stock. Do any of you guys want more fireworks before I get on my way? Uh, no, but maybe stop by the Cindercloak Guild Hall. I'll give him a location. Those guys are crazy and love explosions and fire, so maybe you could sell the rest off before you go back to your restocking position. Can do. Thank you. And then you hear the little bell ringing, ding, 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 as he goes. What, what's your name? Oh, then... The name is Duncan. I, uh, I heard, I've heard of that uh, guy. He's moved out to the donut game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gosh dang it, got me. Um, Duncan, I believe his last name is Cones, correct? Uh, in the distance. Yeah, Duncan Cones. Duncan Cones. What, what species are you? What, you didn't notice? I... I- I thought it was obvious, but I am a halfling. I'll listen for you in a future episode. (laughs) (laughs) Listen out for the big bad evil guy of next season. (laughs) Duncan Cones. (laughs) He's like the Riddler, but he just leaves like a bunch of ice cream that's going to melt instead of bombs. You're going to have to find me, Batman. Otherwise, a bunch of ice cream is going to melt in a hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Setting off a gunpowder keg. That would take out the entire building. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, see, I was picturing just a bunch of gunpowder and an ice cream cone that, like, kids are licking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, um... Go ahead. I well, I do not want to be the one to get things back on track, but uh, <laughs> I believe we do have a time li- time limit until the bank closes. Uh, Jade does have fifteen pounds of ice cream. Oh Are no, you... no, I give that to Nulisag. Yeah. Okay. He he is. Yeah, we thrilled. run into the freezer. Yeah. They are they are thrilled, but he is very cautious because everything is very clean, and he's kind of keeping an eye on everybody inside. Like, hey, don't drip, don't drip that everywhere. I'm the bad mom. I'm just going to give you a bunch of ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) 
I want to ruin the guild hall so the spiders return, so... <laughs> spiders need ants, ants need ice cream. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's a microcosm of the world. <laughs> All right, um, if you would like to return in time for the bank in two hours... You are free to use a carriage to get to one of the locations. You could walk, but it would take quite a long time. It's okay. I'm sure we can take a carriage of some description, assuming they don't mind um, Jade walking on with a big barrel of gunpowder. We can borrow one of Tanninger's. I mean, he never leaves the city. Well, that's, right, yeah, that's... that's true, but I don't think he's paid his carriage tax. He was actually paid up for the next ten years by the end of his campaign, so... <laughs> And it comes with the Andy gunpowder keg holder already installed. <laughs> That's true. I'm sure it's yeah. already, already full of gunpowder. Yeah, and the the mix of gunpowder and soundproofing in his carriages, like, I feel like it'll... Well, his parties do always go off, so... Uh, uh, uh. Especially since he's been hanging out with the mob all the time. Well, you know, as an adult, it's difficult to make friends. You get them where you can get them. Yes. <laughs> Truer facts have never been said. <laughs> they may not be the best of people, but at least they hang around. And they always pick up the bill. Um, let's freaking go. Um, Jade, uh, I know your uh, wife has been busy, but maybe she has a couple bentos in the fridge. We could swing by your house for lunch. <laughs> Of course. I take them out of my pack because I've got rations for like 10 days, I think. So yeah, those are all bentos and wine bottles. You know, at first I was like, oh, I don't want to be rude and eat it. But now every couple days I'm like, God, I'd kill for one of Jade's wife's bentos right now. And I use them to lure you into the carriage. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So which place are you going? Gatsby? I'm busy distracting Willie, so you've got to direct the carriage where to go. I, I, I'm I sure we have some sort of map. I give the directions and just let them get on with it. Because I don't like talking uh, to the once driver. Once upon a time. Okay. Oh, yes, that's the one. We go there first. Well, I, I think you've got to refuel in there. I guess you know a new bag of carrots. <laughs> My father was killed by carrots, actually. It's funny you bring that up. <laughs> uh, just kidding. One by so, one. Um, <laughs> so as, as you make your way toward Huants, you're going along the Emu River... And then it branches off on the Atayim River. You, you hang a quick left, and you start approaching the town. Um, you see there's sparkling water. The, the river's just beautiful, uh, heading towards this eclectic group of really beautiful buildings. Uh, the architecture's kind of like, um, it's reminiscent of some of the older sections in Nicomoy, where like even the small structures are just this beautiful uh, synthesis of function and aesthetic. And then at the edge of the perimeter of the village, you see this mosaic of paving stones that colorfully leads into town. So kind of like uh, the yellow brick road from A Wizard of Oz, but just multicolor and swirls just kind of, it appears at the edge of town and starts, starts that way. And uh, as you're going, you see a beautifully painted sign in squ- swirling script that reads, fire breathing kittens this way, please. And then has an arrow to the right off the main road. I do not like this. Uh, can I make a perception or investigation on, like, is our cart or, or wagon or whatever uh, carriage on the paved stones? You're at the edge of the town. You can continue straight. Like, it seems like you would go toward the center of town. Or 
just off the road. There is a road there, uh, and there's a few buildings, um, but it's it's off the main road. So it's just kind of at the edge of town. I just want to check for wear and tear on the roads to see if they have a lot of people coming in and out. Because if they're like doing mosaics for the things that carts go on, and they're all clean, that either means they don't get a lot of carts or like something's weird. I know it's sweeps week, but like nobody vacuums the driveway, you know? That's that's true. Um, the mosaic is fairly clean. The road going off to the right is not that beautiful mosaic, but just kind of regular cobblestone. It's still nice, but it's what you would see like in an old European city. Mm, but worn. Yeah, not not okay. as clean. Well, I say we follow the sign. It. I say we follow the sign because, let's face it, if we go into the the clean place, that just sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, let's let's face it. Anyone who makes roads out of mosaics, they're all stuck up. I don't want to talk to them anyway. Let's go down the fun path. Agreed. I ride my gunpowder keg off <laughs> to the right. <laughs> all right. So you head to the right. And um, outside you see a heap of rubble that looks vaguely familiar. And then you see a man on a simple bench. He's intently writing in a book. And he has this sour expression on his face as he takes a sip of some liquid out of a delicate cup. We've got a liquid drinking man. Be on your guard. (laughs) Believe it or not, that does narrow it down. We know it's not the sunflower person. It's right. His feet aren't in the cup, so yeah. No. Hmm. Well, that's one down. That's why I am an investigative journalist. So so you see, uh, he sees a giant carriage coming his way. So he looks up and he kind of eyes you and is like, Hey, who are you? Who's asking? I ask first. You answer my question and then I answer your question. No, I think you're mistaken. I asked first. Roll a persuasion check. But I, I would argue for deception because I did not ask first. Oh, yeah, you're right. Des- They're exactly deception. the same. I just like to okay. be picky. No, no, accuracy is important. <laughs> yes, of course. Well, not in my line of work, but... <laughs> to other people. <laughs> hmm, to other people, maybe. Uh, 24. Okay, you. he is convinced. He's like, I'm so sorry. My name is Federico Contenza Bilasno de Medici. Are you from the fire-breathing kittens? Hang on, let me just check my notes. I ruffle through. Yes. Sorry, I, I sign a lot of things. I don't never read them. So uh, can you kind of uh, come over here? I have a... a it, it is, there is a big problem behind me and I need your help. Yeah, what, what is the nature of the problem? So I, I, I'm just going to continue to shout because it looks like you're not coming off of the, the carriage. That's okay. Yeah, everybody got their own uh, the personal can, preference. Can, can you hear me Okay. I can hear you fine. It's it's okay. It's like you're right next to me. It's great. So, this uh, building behind me used to be a Moon Dollar coffee shop, but it was uh, destroyed. Uh, so, we used to have a three Moon Dollar in our town. Now we have a one Moon Dollar in our town. And this uh, one, this one behind me was uh, the best one. It make the blue fire just right. It make it so the foam is nice and thick, and you put the sugar on the top, and it stays right on the top. But the other one, look at this garbage. And he shows you his cup. And he's like, this one I put the sugar in. You know where they go? It sink right to the bottom. And it's like my grandfather say, if the sugar sink, you drink a stink. How can I do art like this? 
This is a disgusting. And he takes a sip and that sour look comes on his face again. Anyway, so what happened is there's a little man. He come, he come by. He's asking you for help. He's like, hey, come please. I need information. And everybody's like, yeah, okay, we give you information. And we talk to this guy. And then he just uh, destroyed the moon dollar. It's uh, disgusting. I lean over to the other two and just say, did any of you catch that? There was a big logic jump. Like, no, no, as, as need... in, did, did any of you understand the word he said? Yes, yes. Oh, he was yeah. saying we have to replace the employees who are currently employed by the moon dollar with the employees that were laid out of work by this one exploding. So we have yes, to run but, the... but why is that our job? Wait. We're not a recruitment I, company. I feel like I didn't get that. I thought he said, the guy, he said I need help. Yeah. And then he destroyed the moon dollars? Yes. Ah, yes, so, so I, is that... By, by what... Are you whispering to each other or can he hear you talking? No, I, in my head, uh, Gatsby was the only one out of the cart. And then he popped his head in and we're having a private conversation oh, okay. in the established soundproof cart. Yeah, soundproof. <laughs> That's right. uh, that, that, it's convenient right now and not at all concerning in general. <laughs> hey, look, I don't need everybody knowing my business. Fair. And I mean that as a f- former Tanager player and as an <laughs> actual person. <laughs> um, y- yeah. Uh, how did he destroy, like physically destroy it or destroyed the integrity of the shop. I look down at my gunpowder keg. I don't know. How do people destroy things? It's a mystery. <laughs> it's incredible. I imagine it's probably the first one. Do they not have guards? They had to get an adventurer involved? Hang on. I look let, at Jade like... I, I will just check. If Give you me a, a second. Um, when you say destroyed, did you mean like physically destroyed or the reputation of the establishment destroyed? That is a fair question. But look up behind me. And you see just this big pile of rubble. It's like, this used to be a store. Now it is a big heap of garbage. Uh, I used to get a coffee here. Now I cannot get a nothing here. We got to find this guy who's uh, destroying this uh, coffee shop and the other coffee shop. And they destroyed the beautiful fountain in the middle of town too. It is uh, terrible. Once again, I didn't understand any of that. I, I look at Jade like... Uh, like, not, like, ignoring Gatsby, but go, like, Dude, we were on that adventure, but we found a weird stone at the bottom of a moon bucks, or moon dollars. Do you think that the moon dollar locations are some way connected to artifact sites? I think that they are buying up the properties of low value, and I have a prospective buyer for the place across the street from the fire-pissing kittens. <laughs> Well, well, gross. I don't want a, like, I mean, look, talk to Nulisag about that. I'm just saying, the one outlier, the piece of data doesn't add up. Why did they destroy the fountain as well? If you were just trying to destroy Moonbox, you just destroyed Moonbox. They destroyed two, left one, and blew up a fountain as well. Uh, Gatsby, ask the man which was the last location to be destroyed. Okay. So, uh... I will not come out of the card. <laughs> Tanaja was a rubbed off on you too much, I think. <laughs> um, which one was the last one to be destroyed? So, from what I understand, the short uh, version, please. We have no okay, time. Okay, okay, I got it. You don't have to be a rude. The fountain. I kind of do. The fountain. It's the flipping fountain. 
Okay, okay. It seems like their way of life is revolving around a chain coffee shop. So I go back to my original idea of their way of life sucks. But that being said, there is a greater mystery at play here, my friends. I think we should inspect this fountain. Really? If you're, if you're sure and we have time. Yes, I think we have time. Maybe we'll just pop in, maybe get a coffee or something. Some of these people apparently keep talking about coffee. I'm not sure why, but let's, let's have a drink and um, see what's what, shall we? All right, so is the cart leaving without another word to uh, Federico? I would have thought so, yes. All right. Are you going to um, help us or what? We say nothing. The cart is soundproof from both directions. We can't hear anything. I just do one of those things that I've definitely never done in real life where I just go, oh, yeah, and just like hope that the sound distance makes it sound like I responded, but I didn't really say anything. Okay. He, he shrugs his shoulders and just starts writing in his book again. Okay, one last move, and I'm going to pass it off to you guys because I'm not great. Actually, I'm okay at investigation. I'm going to pull out my packed weapon. The sword of the one true hero. Is it having any sort of weird vibes? Uh, no. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know. Okay. Um, then one last move. I will invoke Wilhelm the wizard for a flashback. History check. This, what was it? The second age culture. Like, artifacts. Like, I'm sorry. I, I got this bug in my bonnet. That somebody is looking for pieces of some sort of culture. All right. Not one and a three for a total of seven. <laughs> You've heard of this town. It does have a cultural significance, but nothing to do with artifacts that you can... I mean, you don't know. All right. All right. So where to next with your uh, carriage? The fountain. All right. So you, you go back to the main road where the, the mosaic was. You follow it. Uh, it's a lot smoother than the cobblestone. Um, as you approach, it, it leads to this main plaza. And it's just this rich mix of like colorful homes and stylish shops. And uh, massive trees with beautiful uh, bright flowers. Uh, as you get closer, you can see that there are people in small groups around what appears to be half of what was once an elegant fountain. All right, can everybody... Uh, you you said you thought something was up with the the fountain. Maybe we should uh, oily investigate it. I love the compliment, but again, I am Willie. Uh, <laughs> I do apologize. Sorry, um, <laughs> you were you were wearing a a um, some sort of mask, I believe, last time I the, saw. The more t- he's been having these horns lying around the estate, and I you know I put them on sometimes. But anyway, Sorry, you two uh, look I very similar want- to me. I'm not sure why. I have stepped out of the carriage, carrying the, the gunpowder keg, saying, Explosives delivery, I'm here to clear the rest of the fountain. Please, please make way. Uh, you get a bunch of people. Well, actually, roll a perception check real quick. 17. Oh, okay. You notice a lot. So as you're exiting, getting closer to the fountain, you see... It's it's spraying erratically because it's broken. And so there's just water going everywhere. <laughs> On one side of the fountain where the water is falling erratically, you see an elf wearing this like sleek turquoise leotard and uh, a pair of bracelets with uh, each bracelet has like this three foot ribbon on it. And she's just dancing and doing this interpretive dance to a small crowd of onlookers in the water. 
Uh, you also see in the distance, there's a young half-elf speaking on a stage, a little bit further from the fountain, and then every once in a while, the group that is listening to him applauds. And um, when you announce that you're going to destroy this fountain, the people that are watching the, the interpretive dancer, like all their eyes go wide. It's like, no, 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 no. You ruined the performance. I'm pulling a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and I'm like, this has been scheduled for demolition. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you cannot do this. Carlton, Carlton, please, please help us. And so uh, the hubbub attracts the half-elf that was speaking on the stage, and he comes over, and he says, what's going on here? Oh, um, as you heard, this um, fountain is scheduled for demolition. You had... Uh, all the time in the world to lodge a complaint at the appropriate place. Uh, you've had, as I understand, the past 10 years to do so. Um, if you have not visited um, the local planning office in the um, third circle of hell recently, then that is your concern and nothing to do with us, I'm afraid. We're two tieflings and a dead guy. <laughs> So I come out with just, I just grab as many objects as I can and put them on my back and then come out and go like, all right, where do I need to set up the charges? Oh, just over there. <laughs> just over there. No, you? no, no. Stop, stop, stop. This, this well, will what? not do. This will not have do. This provided, fountain. Go ahead. Have they provided historical value? I mean, they definitely went to the planning office in the second circle of hell, right? That, uh, no one notified us of this. This is, this fountain is part of our legacy this this has been in this town for 300 years you will not destroy it we are heartbroken that it was the half of it was destroyed in the first place well, and I you're going to come you and destroy the rest of it if you can't be bothered to keep up with local affairs that's your business yes the notification was posted in l for 10 years yeah what you don't check your local hell office these guys <laughs> i don't know what to tell you so i'm literally just like putting a sheet over a rock and being like sarge charge set Charge set. Wait, 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 wait. Before you continue, uh, um, you, 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 um, doozy, come over here. And so you see this, uh, this lady, she's wearing, um, like a sleeveless gold blouse and black capri pants. And she comes over and it's like, uh, yes, um, I'm Doozy Majolica. I'm with the Storytelling Association of Guasso or STAG. Um, we're very, we have very good connections to, uh, all the local authorities this was never scheduled. Um, I, I, I'd i like to see some paperwork that justifies you trying to destroy <laughs> this fountain. I, I, I use the command word to bring the paperwork back to me. It's the best psychic paper. Ah, man. Thank you, Wing, for this item. Yeah. D d uh, Willie almost said Tanager. Dang you, Gatsby. <laughs> like, does his shoots a it look at Jade like... Uh, boss lady, you got the paperwork. I do indeed have the paperwork. I have a, okay. I say the command word of, I guess, be permit again. It's still permit. And I'm like, why do you have some perhaps importance to this fountain that would prevent it from being eligible for decommissioning? Ah, uh, yes, this is, I mean, and she looks at the permit. I, I see the permit is in order, but I don't understand this. This fountain is the centerpiece of our town. We've actually built the town around this fountain. It represents unity and the melding of cultures if that were true then why is it not in working order and well, why did no one uh, oppose this demolition well i don't <laughs> yeah. know i don't know about opposing the demolition perhaps that's why the first guy was here uh there was a, a young four foot 
I don't, I assume maybe a young human or an adult dwarf. He was all gray. And uh, I've been actually interviewing different witnesses as to what happened. Apparently the same thing has happened to uh, a couple of moon dollars in town. And so there, there was a culprit and he, he, he looked to be of stone or metal and um, he came in and he was announcing himself as friendly, just looking for information. What was unusual about him though, and I've never seen it before, as he spoke, uh, I could hear multiple languages in my head. You see, I speak common and sylvan. Brag. I heard both languages at the same time as he was speaking, just looking for information. Uh, when, when Six Sky went to go talk to him, to, to help him, he suddenly changed. There was a blaring of like an alarm, and he just started destroying the fountain. People ran, and uh, maybe he's with you, or is he part of the demolition crew? I don't, I don't understand. Persuasion check. Willie's going to drop the bit and just, like, dead eye to eye, but again through his canopy of hair. Did he leave with more than he arrived with? Yes. As a matter of fact, um... So I've been, like I said, I've been interviewing witnesses and the same thing happened at each of the moon dollars. So one of these people, things, I don't know what, showed up. The interaction happened um, where he's asking for help. Somebody tries to help him. He changes tune and then he starts destroying something and then he recreates himself and then another one appears. So after the fountain was destroyed, there were two of these things and so one of these things came into town and by the time it was said and done four left the witnesses are any nearby um yes you can go talk see the, there's two ladies and she points to her right there's two ladies uh they're painters one of them is named uh Sikoko garza the wood elf and the other one is joyful babette they paint they've painted a recreate they saw the whole thing and they're reproducing images of what happened oh in damn their paintings. JB's here? Oh, yes, she's a popular fixture. This is a, an artistic community. I don't know if you're familiar. We're the headquarters of the Storytelling Association. We have painters, sculptors, all manner of artists. Um, well, thank you. I would like to speak to them. But then I'm going to collect my party members first before I go make the connection. Okay. Guildmates, my most trusted compatriots, we all know of the recent disappearances in the countryside. Artist and the young going missing. Why has this community of artists been spared? Well, maybe they just suck. They only come for the talented. No, I know Joyful Babette's work, and maybe this speaks to my taste, but she's rad. I... something is afoot here. I think, uh, my plan is to see if the metal that the beings are made of is similar to the metal of my blade. Perhaps there is a connection. If not, let's beat feet and move on. Maybe this was a banker, man. I don't know. Not enough data. Help me out here, my friends. Speaking to Joyful Babette is a wonderful idea. It has been so long since I've seen her. She was a little freaky last time, stepped out of a painting, kind of wheeled me out, but it's okay, let's go talk to her. Oh, she's at the house all the time. Like, just as I kindly mentioned, like, as we're walking over. You want to hang out with her? You know, Tanager has his salons. Oh, no, I I have not an artistic bone in my body. When everyone went into the painting, I was honestly worried. 
But Gatsby, uh, you are a great storyteller. You will have something in common with this artist. Or they make stuff up all the time, too. <laughs> I, uh, I elbow Jade and go, I've seen you with a blade. You're an artist in your own right. Smite, smite, smite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your fellow paladin, smite, smite, smite. So at the name, at the sound of the name Gatsby, Doozy says, wait a minute. Are you Gatsby of the Guasso Gazette? Well, I don't like to talk about it uh, before a couple of drinks, but yes, sure, why not? She, she claps her hands together, closes her eyes, and she's like, this is a dream come true. Right, I've been I've waiting to before. meet you. you. Your storytelling is just chef's kiss. And uh, <laughs> if you would be so kind, we would, you would honor us if you could join our organization, uh, STAG. We would make you an honorary member. We would give you the uh, accoutrement of someone of your station uh, that is deserving of. Well, as flattering as that is, it is important to state that what I write, as good as it is, is technically the truth. Sometimes. Oh, I understand. And she gives you a wink and then elbows you. Yes, yes. That yes, the best stories are rooted in the so, truth. Yes. So what I write, obituaries and um, stories that happen are definitely, have definitely happened. And I'm not exaggerated or made up in any sort of way. Oh, no, of course not. To any no, lawyers you're, you're... who happen to live in this area, everything I write, as far as I'm aware, is accurate. Oh, please. Uh, All the lawyers live in Shireford. Don't worry about that. Willie leans over to Jade and just whispers, he's so good at lying. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Doozy snaps her fingers and Six Guy goes to go get um, a couple of boxes. She comes back and she gives them to you. And it's like, please, we will not take no for an answer. Please take these and be an honorary member of our guild. And so she hands you uh, two boxes. What are, are these like just empty boxes or can I put things in them? Uh, um, well, you open them and one of them has a pair of uh, living gloves and the other one has an emerald pen, which... Uh, let me see what they do. Oh, small boxes. I was imagining like giant yes. like moving boxes. No, not like moving boxes. So I opened them up and one's just got the pen in it and I'm like, you couldn't have gotten a smaller box. So with the- side note, I hate the idea of living gloves. That is inherently gross. <laughs> it is gross, but that is uh, when, some, when an honorary, a member of the status of someone like Gatsby shows up, they, they give them living gloves. It's uh, symbiotic and you can put them on or not, but if you have them on and they're, um, you double your proficiency with your calligraphy supplies, if you choose. That's my just but right do they time. wiggle? They just they're just become one with him, if he chooses. Mm. And the emerald pen um, it requires no ink to write, and while you're holding it, you can cast illusory script at will with no material components. Oh, that is very handy. I can take that off my spell list. Please, you would honor us if you would take these gifts very well very well i will accept the gifts assuming that i don't actually have to do any work oh you've done plenty of work you're you're legend people know of you. you you you've done everything you need to in that case i accept now uh does this come with any um other perks you know um, like uh, Kito's a town 
or some um, ma- like Margarita Mondays, that sort of thing, two for ones. Um, you you do get one free coffee per day at any Moon Dollar. Yeah. Is that the- really whispers to Jade? Oh, but they only have the bad one now. I mean, is it is that is that any Moon Dollar here, or is it like a countrywide offer? Oh no, wor- worldwide. Worldwide. Okay, yes. This one, this one in uh, Nikamoy, I'm sure. So, uh, I mean, I, I think, think there it's, are I seventeen. Think, I think it's just the drive-through near me, but that'll do. Sometimes the drive-throughs are better because they're more focused on getting the stuff out instead of like making customers happy. So, like, that's actually a boon. And again, I'm just whispering this to Jade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only issue there is I don't have anything to drive through on, so I might just have to pretend I've got the horse. I wouldn't worry. It's happened before. I'll do it again. Should, should I buy Gatsby a horse? No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I've got the broom. I can, I can act. Gatsby, I am whispering no to Jade, sir. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> you are furthering the plot, and I am actively trying to distract. Which is such really? a weird I thought, I, I thought it was the other way around. No, no, no. To quote Aladdin, you ain't never had a friend like me. <laughs> I've only used that quote as a threat. <laughs> so, uh, Joyful Babette kind of tugs on Willie's uh, coat and says, Oh, it, it, it's so good to see you again. And, oh, Jade. Yes, I remember you as well. I'm so glad you're... Are you here to solve the problem of this, uh, this metal man? Oh, you know me. I'm always solving problems. I'm very important uh, in the guild, uh, but uh, I should be going now. They need me, you know. They need me to solve their problems. I Artists freak me out. I don't understand not rules. Not rules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, being a creature born on the borderline of life and death, rules are the antithesis to my mental state. But when so you like, don't have rules, you don't know what to blow up and what not to blow up. It's all very confusing, and I want to blow up everything, so I don't know what to do. Well, that is why you need to live an artist's life. No, that's the tanger voice. That's why you need to live an artist's life, my friend. Understand that there's a time and place for everything. And while, yes, some people might agree that things need to be protected or destroyed, it is your artistic choice and your binding contract to those who view your art to use your art in the best way possible. And as long as you do it in good faith, there is nothing to be ashamed about. Early? And I light a torch, dangerously close to the powder keg. Oh yes, I forgot we were doing that. I cast thaumaturgy to make the the torch like flicker enough to light the fuse. Everybody away! Let's clear this Oof. fountain so we can construct a better one. Demolition is part of reconstruction. And Willie just said I could. <laughs> you see, um... A mixed response because many of them are like, no, that's our culture. Don't destroy it. But then there are some aspiring sculptors like, yeah, you know, I could really, I could really imagine something much more beautiful and elegant and really, and they just start describing how they would make an improved fountain. (laughs) Willie has a two part thing I need. One, just, I think it would be fair to do a quick perception to see something was taken out of this fountain. Can I see like a missing piece? And then depending on that role, it will change my second action. You're about to say a lot of missing pieces. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm about to eat a bomb. <laughs> like, 
So if you've ever seen um, like the Trevi Fountain in Italy, mm-hmm. it's just this immaculate, beautiful, has statues and water flowing in various places. It's similar to that, except half of it is like destroyed. So the statues that were there, you could see where the statues were sitting. They're gone. Uh, a lot of the pipes are twisted and bent. Uh, this And this, what's interesting is the stone and metal that would have taken it, its place isn't just scattered. It's just not there. The and, stone and metal. Right. And then the water, as a result, is just gushing out into the, the, the plaza where the, uh, the elf is doing her interpretive dance. Okay. Um, it's almost as if it walked up and walked away. Well, well, but it took the stone and metal, no, it did not which take. is like it uh, inspired. Yes, it's be- beautiful. And Willie does. He doesn't have eyes to roll, but <laughs> you see like a slight whirlpool in his like green pits. Um, why? What about this stone and metal was precious to this metal man? There has to be something, but there's nothing left. Because of what? Do it. So. Bow the cake. It really will. Yeah. I would like to light it. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Willie did not get enough info to think that this site needs to be protected. So fuck it. Or, sorry. <laughs> Forget it. Blow it up. <laughs> All right. All right. 76. Uh, plus, <laughs> if anyone's within 10 feet, but I told them all to be clear. Then they could do mm-hmm. a dexterity saving throw, but really, I, I doubt the stone can do a dexterity saving throw. So it takes the full seventy-six, yep. right? Uh, yes. And as you tell everybody to be clear, and they hear the sizzle of the fuse being lit, everybody just scatters, and and you hear a cacophony of yelling, like, "No, I can't believe they're doing it. This isn't right." <laughs> or, "No, this uh, is going to be so good when we finish it. It'll be fantastic." I shoot and look to Gatsby, and I'm like, "Hey, help me out here." Wait, what? You live your lives on stories. History that you reinterpret. This is an artistic movement to show you that you and this town Suck. will move forward as artists and a community. Oh, yes, that's true. Yeah, so that's what, the what help he, action. What he said. <laughs> All right, so uh, you place the gunpowder keg in the fountain, um, it explodes, and 28 art- fire damage. Is anybody, are any of you players within 10 feet of this explosion? Nah. Okay. Uh, I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw anyway. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Plate armor. <laughs> yeah, that's a one. That's a three. Well, I got a, a five, but I would like to uh, reskin it as Gatsby refuses to stand out of the way, merely turning his back as cool guys do not look at explosions. <laughs> if I can if I can piggyback on that, I was giving my little speech from atop the statue and did not realize that Jade had lit it when she did. It was just like, oh, no, I don't have time to get down. <laughs> All right. Uh, each of you receive seven damage, bludgeoning as stone just scatters beyond the ten feet, just is pushed in all directions, and so you get debris that hits you, and that's all. You don't is... fall down or anything, you're just a little bit... And did I mention that it came with a complimentary end bet, and I hand pat you all, I have seven HP for you in a handshake. Very important. Is my spider yeah. affected by that OA of... The AOE effect. 
Let me uh, roll a d4. He is indifferent. Your slider is completely indifferent. As I'm pulling a chunk of stone that's lodged itself in my neck, because I don't have normal circulatory system, it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) Are you okay, new friend? He does not care. Yeah, you're fine. He's just acting as a spider would. Just normal. Not affected. Front two legs go up for a second when he hears the explosion, but then they slowly go back down. I like to think... I love you. I like to think because um, Jade and Gatsby bought the spider, that the spider has like gotten some of their vibe off and is just like very, very French. So he's just hanging out with like a small cigarette and he's like, what is the nature of life? Uh, I die it, is, today. it is just full of moments and beings. We are but small pebbles in the river of life. Does anything mean anything at all? I would say no. If not now, then tomorrow. But tomorrow never comes for we only live in today. So I will wow. eat a fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just willy just wide-eyed i love you (laughs) love is a construct that we use to bind ourselves to another to anchor ourselves to existence because we are too afraid to live on our own oh you're just a little spider guy aren't you (laughs) so after the explosion uh you see many uh, who was a doozy and six guy, the stag members, they're, they're just writing furiously because they're recording an event that has happened and they're going to turn it into a story later. And so they're just writing furiously about this, these adventurers that came and destroyed this old fountain. And then to the side, you see some uh, sculptors that are just kind of like, you see them putting their fingers up, like trying to imagine, okay, what, what, what will this be replaced with and how beautiful will it become? I look at all of them as I pick just a a random rock off the ground and put it in my pocket and say simply, you will never be whole again. (laughs) You see, you see nods of approval from the people writing the books like, ah, that's a good one. That's, that's good. And they, they quote you. Um, guys, I, I think we might have just started a religion. (laughs) As they plan their statue out to have a little piece missing from each figure. <laughs> yes, yes, each one is not whole, yes. <laughs> to quote my da- my dear Tanninger, I've been the start of many a religion. It's just, you know, they're going to be arguing as to whether the explosion of the fountain was a, a mistake or like a, an effort to rebuild better. Maybe it was just an artistic thing. We've made like three different sects here. Uh, to be fair, looking around, there were two tieflings and an undead. I think we made three cults. Well, <laughs> cult religion, what's the difference? Really? Dude, uh, Willie leans into it and lets out Wilhelmina, one of his only female personas, who lays back on the destroyed fountain, lights a cigarette that she just takes out of someone else's hand. Takes out goes, of the spider's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, she, the spider lights her cigarette. <laughs> nice. That is what we do. We are adventurers. Oh, no. And with that image of Wilhelmina taking a drag on a cigarette, we were joined by Willie. Was it, though? 
Gatsby. Well, we must see what the second half brings. Assuming more explosions, more chaos, certainly more spider content. That's what everybody's here for. That's what I'm here for. And Jade. Why was I a girl for 27 years when I could have been in demolition? Lawful explosions. Perfect. I found my retirement calling. (laughs) And on the subject of lawful explosions, uh, Willie has been reading this, like, strange crystal he found, which gives insight to another world. And some people have been talking about the fire-breathing kittens. Someone, I don't understand the name, but Joshua T. from Washington had to say that Fire-Breathing Kittens is some of the most genuine actual play that I've seen. While it's not the most polished game in the world, you get to watch actual people play a game that they love. And there's something to be learned from that. Five stars. (laughs) And if you would like your review read, just like Joshua T. was, feel free to leave it on your favorite podcasting platform. Or just go ahead and DS, DM us directly. Leave us a review on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see you in part two. Bye. We hope that you're enjoying this episode of the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes.com. If you leave us a review, we'll read it on air. It's fun listening to the words of your review get read by the characters you know and love, so go to iTunes.com and leave us a review today. Can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please share it with them. Is their birthday coming up? A special anniversary? Would you like us to wish them a happy day on your behalf? You can arrange for us to read your shout-out on air at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with the website Buy Me a Coffee. Welcome back to Fire Breathing Kittens. I need everybody to roll a d20 to see who will be lucky enough to recount what happened in our first segment. Six. Ah, lucky number 13. Seven. I heard a six, a 13, and a seven. I'm holding up a number that was previously rolled, and my camera is... (laughs) There we go. That looks like a two to me. It is a two, so I believe Willie is the winner. Can you recount... What has transpired so far? Unfortunately, I cannot. I blacked out for a period, so I will let my (laughs) dear friend, the king of all creation, Willie was betrayed after trying to make a deal to save the livelihood of a neighbor. His guildmates removed his spider. Lost and without his closest friend, he fell to the floor. But luckily, Jade and Gatsby were there to lift him up. I was free for the first time in years as we discussed the prospects of opening a tavern in the husk that was once Sunflower Sundries. We would have to combat both the bank, the educator, and of course, that lady who was at the bank who was a total jerk and a speciest. All of us are dead, as will she be one day, and yet she hates the undead. Calls us vile, we are but human nature, but that is enough. After going to the pet store and providing a thin facsimile of Willie's spider, Willie accepted their offering. 
Together, they saw the postings of those who cried for help and decided that they would take upon the task of solving all problems for all people. They then went to Once Upon a Time, a thin name with a thin prospect, people broken because their favorite coffee shop was no longer there. They do not know true pain. <laughs> A fountain was found and a conspiracy unveiled. What was hidden behind the fountain? None may know because Jade has decided. The mighty mother amongst mothers. Subject only to her wife, the provider of food. <laughs> Thus we enter our adventure again. Willie, it is your time now. Hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> Oh, nothing really. You were just talking to thin air um, in this third person. It was really weird. Uh, I'm so, so sorry. Tanninger has been working with me through that. I just uh, get stressed out sometimes, you know? Yes, I I thought it might have been the fact that you got hit on the head by a large piece of masonry when the fountain exploded. Oh, which time? Well, the one that just happened. Oh, yes, yes, time. Mm. When we... um... We spoke last, I believe Willie was taking a drag off of a cigarette. And Wilhelmina then, oh, was taking me. a drag off a cigarette. Correct. Wilhelmina was. And then I believe you were going to decide what to do next. So the smoking green pits have turned much more dark, like a forest deep green. As in her life, Wilhelmina was from Albion. Sing the song for me again. It brings me back. The frog has whiskers on its face. <laughs> she wipes tears from her eyes, licks the tears off of her fingertip. Let us go. We have people to save. As you get ready to go, around you, you see many people with brooms beginning to sweep up the masonry that is all over the place. And they're all either humming or singing... Sweet bad news away. Uh, I slap one. Yeah. He stands speechless and shocked. And he slaps you back. No, no, no. You do not remember the words. Oh, the frog has whiskers. And the whiskers touch the soul. Let not deter. Touch your brow, but let it touch your soul. And I, this song, like, this is a little bit of Willie echoing into his other personas. This cleaning stuff is not good. They need to be singing when the frog has whiskers. The frog has whiskers. You see and them. Oh. The charisma focused, powerful figure that is Wilhelmina is the one to do it. So, upon hearing that beautiful rendition, the man just lets his broom fall to the ground, and a single tear tracks down his cheek. That was beautiful. You are beautiful. And she wipes the tear, puts it to her lips, and kisses him on the cheek. He Sing blushes. Sing to your friends, to your family, to everyone you meet. I will. Thank you. Yes, you will. Come on, my friends. 
And then I gently brush my hands across the breasts of both Gatsby and Jade, and then move <coughs> forward. I my sword is out. Cool. <laughs> I move past. I am a monogamous married woman. My sword is out. My shield is drawn. Okay. And she continues on the path to the carriage. All right. Uh, where are you going to next? Well, I believe we have an appointment in wherever it is. That we were going Emu. to go and see a surprise. Something Eponemius, Shyness Eponemio, or whatever it is called. Dude, right. Shyafeld Eponemu. That's what I said. It is a silly place. You do not want to go there. <laughs> but on this occasion, we have to. <laughs> Did I mess up the Monty Python quote? No, no. That's a okay. So Somebody laughed. And hey, I'm talking just to you. Thank you for laughing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you um, you track back. The way to Shireford is to go back to the intersection of the rivers of Atime and Emu. You go that way. You hang a left to go north. And on the way, in the road, about, I'd say a third of the way to Shireford, you see um, a small gray one qu- man. One quick pause. Yeah, yes. Real quick. Can I gather waters from both rivers and where they meet to bring back to Sunflower later? Because he oh, yes. likes water. So, yeah, I bring back three different waters. It has been retconned and you now have water. Continue. Sorry. All right. You are a third of the way to Shireford and you see a, a small gray man walking the same direction you're walking. Or I guess you're in a carriage and you just see him in the road. Would you like to run right past him, or... There is a man. That is not the man. That is a replicator. It wants to make more of itself using stone and metal. I suggest that we do not give it those things. I put my sword and my shield away. I'm, like, looking at my new AC. Oh, crap. What's my new AC without a shield? I don't know. It's, like, too low or something. Okay, so I shout out to the person. Am I within 30 feet of them? Um... Yes. Are you leaning out of the soundproof carriage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you open a window? Yeah. <laughs> uh, as you're doing, because it's definitely hang crank. Um, <laughs> Old school, right? Yeah, yeah, we're not that advanced. It's still Dungeons and Dragons. Um, Jade, uh, there was something special about the metal and stone of the fountain. They did not simply eat the entire thing. Maybe we could figure out what metals they are looking for. Okay. I do not shout out of the window. Well, feel free to shout. I will shout right now. Uh, uh, Wilhelmina screams like a bloody shriek. Okay. Um, So if the window is down, all of you hear in all of the languages that you understand simultaneously uh, the following. Greetings. I mean you no harm. I am a representative seeking information on current events regarding the ongoing plague. If you would be so kind, please speak to me about information regarding the subject. Thank you. And then it repeats. Now, quick question. Did we ever actually bury that corpse? No. Okay, Um, so let's deal with us. Oh, (laughs) Oh, it's waiting for its appointment at two or noon or something. Two hours from now. Yeah, let's go with that. (laughs) <laughs> or, but I had four more. I could bring one with us. God, no, I. 
the king Why of all creation one in the carriage it's soundproof the king of all creation agreed with that racist piece of something um in that the body should have been buried if we're not going to use it for a purpose oh, okay so um, we were taking the other four to get buried no we left three in we the place left, to be hounded. we brought one to the bank <laughs> yeah so yes, and she was like sing. yeah and one of the only things it said was please bury me so like yeah we i would have liked to imagine we did that at some point Okay, let me let me just check out of the back just to see whether we've run out, we've managed to run out anyone over on the way here. Maybe yeah. there's one trailing. If this is a goal the party has, um, I can just be whistling through my night collar, and then I feel like there would be a magical tug when I actually find an undead corpse. Like I'm sure someone has died and been buried on the side of the road. When my my logic was if we can. If we just happen to have one of the corpses which died of a plague with us, they could answer the questions on the plague. Does that make sense? If you think that the populace is educated. <laughs> How did it feel to die of the plague? Oh, I don't know. I didn't get enough schooling. <laughs> no, I got the plague because God said I was bad because I looked at my neighbor's wife. <laughs> like, they, um... There are things to be learned. I'm not devaluing what you have to say, but like, I what is knowing about the plague beneficial to us at all? I think our most important thing is: do we have a corpse with us right now? And I think we're all agreeing: yes, right? Yes, yes, we do. Yes. And the one who asked to be buried, we did bury because we're not total dirtbags, right? I mean, we could say we buried most of him. We only need I the skull, have, as I, far as I'm aware. I would ask the DM for a retcon. I would have buried the body. Like, okay. if it asked to be buried and it had no immediate purpose, there's plenty of corpses in the world. Well, you did not find dirt outside the bank. However, I think you went back to the guild hall afterwards. And so I, what I imagine is that you may have left it in the sunflower shop, if anything, or found some dirt oh. that... Yeah, can Sunflower have, like, a beautiful, like, corpse garden? Like, yes, in their back? plenty of Cause soil. Because they're, they're, like, a plant person, so they're not freaked out by bodies. Yeah, in fact, and, he's he it, uh, welcomes that because it's nutrition for him. Oh, that's also a good explanation as to why their shop sucks, is because the good vegetables they have, someone is like, you know they're fertilized with corpses, right? And then they're like, oh, I don't know if I want to eat here anymore. <laughs> and he's like, I'm a sunflower. What do I care? So you hear the small gray man repeat, greetings, I mean you no harm. And he continues his spiel as he's I'm walking sorry, along. We, we cannot help you. Uh, the corpse we, that had the knowledge of the plague, we buried apparently. I'm not sure which corpse we're tailing around now, but it does need not have the plague. At the sound of mm. your voice, he turns around and he walks toward you and says, Hello, can you help me? I just said what no. Do, what do you need help with? At the sound of uh, the second sentence, his eyes turn uh, slightly red and you hear the following. Priority override. New behavior dictated. Must seek replication materials. Please clear the area for safety. 
commencing construction safety alarm, and you hear a repeated weep, weep, weep. Yeah, go horses, go. <laughs> no, I agree with Jade. Cut the horses. T- uh, um, uh, frick Tanninger's carriage. Let's see what materials they take. Let's move a safe distance away and see what these things do. Okay. Then I need everybody to roll initiative. What do does my party agree with me? Yeah. Sounds like fun. All right. Okay, then we back up a safe distance and we let this robot do its security protocols while making sure that the nice horses are a safe distance. 14 for my initiative. A uh, 12. And then he got... Okay. So, just to be clear, you're probably, what, 30, 40 feet away? Maybe more? Probably okay. closer to 200 feet. Oh, so you're that... Okay. Uh, he starts Wait, looking... Well, uh, sorry, very important question to Jade. Did you use all of the gunpowder? Yeah... Okay. I'm not then, exactly the type to like ration that. But we do have quite a few fireworks still. Yeah. Mm. Bottle um, rockets and whatnot, yeah. Well then if we have the sense enough to grab our fireworks before we leave. Oh yeah, then we're not leaving I would those say behind. We're maybe a hundred feet away. But if we think that there's a chance of this carriage exploding, we're much farther. Okay. So let's just paint the picture. You were about a hundred feet away with the horses, correct? The carriage is disconnected, mm. and by this man, or what? If what are you doing? So I'll give you one free stopped. turn to do all this, if I may. Carriage stops. Guys, like eyes turn red. Hey, I'm going to do something weird. We get out, cut the horses, slap them on the butt, so they run off out of danger area because we're not trying to kill animals. Okay. We then back up a hundred feet. So whatever this thing's going to do. We are at least a distance away. So I'll say you can each move one free movement or free movement and dash this turn if you want to get away. And that'll be how far away you are from this thing and the carriage. Does that sound good? Yeah, I I am just stepping like 10 feet from the carriage. Okay. Because my goal in life is to be the barrier between my friends and that. (laughs) And my goal in life is to let her. So I will stand (laughs) between. On the other side of her, with Perfect. her in between me and the carriage. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Uh, first is Jade. I'm going to ready a... I mean, can I just wait? Can I, like, ready... Can I wait until it does something and then, like, ready my turn? Like, postpone sure. or delay? Is that a D&D action? Yeah, I'll let you ready an action. You have to set a condition to trigger okay. it. All right. Well, then I'm going to cast... Do X if Y happens. Yeah, I'll cast Spirit Guardians if it tries to move past me. Okay. Okay. But not if it doesn't try to move past me. And that ends my prepared turn. Okay. Uh, Next is Gatsby. Well, I will... Well, I mean, nothing's happened as of yet, so I think it would only make sense to prepare an Eldritch Blast in case, you know, starts attacking us. Might not. I do. Okay. And then, Willie, you're up. Um, just an insight check, please. Okay. Roll an insight check. 17. And what are you trying to determine? What things is this gray man 
focusing on. Because I know from the fountain and the moon dollars things that like they didn't take all the stones. They mm-hmm. they they destroyed the fountain to get it something. I'm trying to figure out what is the part or what is the metal or stone that they need that they can't okay. get. So that's a pretty good insight role. So what I'll tell you is the amount of matter or substance from the fountain, like it was harder to tell with the moon dollar because it was just a pile of rubble. But from the fountain, it was very clear that there was a chunk missing. And the amount of stuff that was missing is about the size of this guy. But what is the matter they're taking and why? I'll roll again if I can. Um, I can tell you, it looks... Just look, well, you're up right, you're right up on this guy, so you can see Why him. aren't they ripping rocks out of a mountainside, and instead mm-hmm. they're blowing up fountains to get at something? Well, uh, that's my insight, like, my intuition okay. into their motive. Like, why are they doing it like this? Based on the interviews that you heard in Huance, um, it seems like they don't go crazy until they're interacted with. And so if they're just walking solo, nothing, mm. nothing, uh, they don't deviate from just like trying to ask for help. I am my turn. Okay. Free action. Don't hit them. And I say that to my party members. Okay. So it is its turn. Uh, you see it look over the carriage and the carriage I assume is made of wood, correct? Yes. The finest of iron wood. Ooh. Ironwood? What does that oh, yeah. mean? It's it's like regular wood, but better. Oh, okay. It's it's, uh, yeah, it's like regular. It's like reg- it's like regular wood, but it rusts. Pretty awkward. <laughs> yeah, but it, it it like there's a small stage in which it has like a really nice patina. I see. All and right. so like it's a it's a luxury wood. Like it's a, a designer bulletproof carriage. Ooh. Very cool. Because so, uh, Tanager is a 20th level character who has a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, Willie in this moment has just stolen his dad's car. So. <laughs> and, and is watching for something to try and destroy it. And actively Classic teenager. It, yeah. Just like, well, we got to see how it eats it. Oh, yeah. So you see that this guy looks over the carriage uh, doesn't seem to find what he's looking for, and then turns to Jade and starts approaching her and then uh, will attack her. Ah, uh, so, not technically moving past me. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Does a 23 hit you? Just barely. All right. Uh, he he punches you, or specifically in the... Um, you're wearing plate armor, correct? Yes. So he's, he, I guess somewhere in your plate armor, he punches you and, uh, that will be 14 points of bludgeoning damage down from 65 to 51. Er, All right. He actually gets two attacks. Oh, so the second attack is a 19 to hit that misses AC 21. So then he misses, uh, he, he swings and he misses you and, uh, that ends his turn. Uh, so, oh, sorry. Uh, Jade, you're up. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Did, uh, the Eldritch Blast go off? There was a reaction. Uh, no, it didn't attack me. Okay, so, just <laughs> wanted to verify. 
Cool. Uh, I am. And for listeners who are also players, that's why wording is very important for ready to actions. All right, Jade, you're next. Um, So in fifth edition, do you have to, I think you can cast a spell and it doesn't provoke it. The only thing that provokes an attack of opportunity in fifth edition is leaving someone's area of effect, right? Yeah. Correct. That means I can cast a spell while standing right next to this person. Haha, yes. older editions? No, I love you. I love you dearly. All right, so, um, <laughs> so I cast Spirit Guardians. I've been practicing this ability, and everyone else does it, and they get like little angels, and it's so cool. And I get like, I, you're supposed to get birds, like doves. I get bats. So these bats appear split <laughs> around me to a distance of 15 feet for the duration. If I am, uh, nope, you guys can read the spell and find the spoilers. But, uh, yeah, when I cast a spell, I can designate any number of creatures I can see to be unaffected by it. Those are my friends. For this affected creature, its speed is halved in the area, making forcing it to focus its attack on me. Mm-hmm. And when the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it's going to make a wisdom saving throw on its turn, okay? So at the start of each of its turns. Let me know, because my little bats are going to aggressive guano it. Could I ask Perfect. one little favor from you, Jade? Yeah. Could the bats be dressed like little Nicomoy town guards? Yes. Yes, they could. Because <laughs> they're your bats. So, like, of course they have little helmets on. and like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They flit cool. around with little helmets on around the head of this metal and stone person for my free action since that was my action. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. For my- <laughs> You're welcome. For my free action, I would like to say, you are committing... Assault is a violation of the Nicomite Town statutes. I suggest that you desist. I will be forced to enforce the law upon you. And Unless then... you bribe them. Yes, you must pay me adequately. <laughs> and also, law, I want actually. money too. <laughs> okay. And then for my bonus action, woohoo, <laughs> so many stuffs. Champion challenge. This is one of my channel divinities. I can use this. Per short or long rest, twice. Okay, so champion challenge. As a bonus action, I issue a challenge that compels other creatures to do battle with me. Each creature of my choice that can that I can see within 30 feet, it's right up in my face with its stone face. Mm-hmm. Must make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, is that related to being charmed? Is that like a... No. Okay. No. You can be irritated. I see. Okay. <laughs> cool. So I will make a wisdom saving throw now. I'm going to look up my spell save DC. Oh, I don't think that's going to be necessary. I rolled a two. Okay, mine was 16. So, yeah, 16. Yeah. Yeah, That's lower than 16. So, (laughs) Jade, give us some guard vibes. Okay. I say, alt, and now you cannot willingly move more than 30 feet away from me. All right. Yeah. So, leave my friends alone. Then it's my turn. Cool. So, next is Gatsby. Okay, so I, I will ask this question to Willie. So are we attacking this thing or not? Um, I feel like I've gathered enough data, or have I not? Like, if I determined what metal it's looking... I know it... Okay, um, I can't do it because it's not my turn. So I guess I shout back, It moved from the carriage to Jade. Why? Well, I imagine it would be easier to bunch. It's looking for materials. Why, Jade? Well, 
Medium, that, like I'm trying to just prompt you into. Okay, so it's I it's lady both a bones. different gender and metal because of my plate armor. Um, <laughs> could I challenge you for a persuasion versus insight check to get I mean, the you meaning could just, of? You could just tell me. But you're an investigative journalist. Figure out why it's <laughs> it's focusing on this one and not someone else. I did tell it to. There has to be something about Jade. I've definitely gone over six seconds. <laughs> There's something about Jade that it wants more than another person. Why? Well, I don't really care. Am I attacking this or not? That's just the question me. I asked. Fuck you, man. Whoa. Whoa. I know, I know, I know. Let me try that again. Are we attacking? I thought I would get a bigger laugh. Oh. Gatsby! Whoa. Come on, man! So is that a yes and no? Maybe? What? Do your best. I trust you. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to cast Hex. <laughs> okay, tell me about that. What does that do? So, uh, I do not actually need to do any well no one needs to do any rolling on this one it just happens so i place a curse on the little metal creature and um until the spell ends which at this level i can concentrate on for 24 hours if i should so choose um and i do an extra 1d6 necrotic damage whenever i hit it with an attack in addition i choose one ability when i cast a spell in this case or wisdom and the target has disadvantage on ability checks made with the chosen ability. Nice. So nice. it has disadvantage yeah. on these checks. And therefore, I will back up about, what's my movement? Probably about 30 feet. 30 feet. So it doesn't go anywhere near me. And I will smack it in the face with an Eldritch Blast, which gets uh, two blasts at this point. So one of them was a 19, the other a 24. Both of those hit. Both of those hit. Excellent. So I get a 1d10 plus 5 for each of them. Um, and now this is up to you, DM. Um, do we get the extra d6 per beam or is mm. it in a total? Does because it say on your next separately. attack or each attack? How, how is it written? It says whenever you hit it with an attack. Okay, then I'll say both. So both. Okay, excellent. So that the first one, I rolled a 10, so that's 15 plus 1d6, which I'll just roll now. So that's an extra one. So 16 damage for the first one, and 14 for the second. So that's a total of 30 damage, uh, 26 of which was force or was necrotic. Cool. All right. Uh, it is looking haggard, but still functional. Uh, is that your turn? Yes, um, Willie, all I wanted was a yes-no thing, okay? We didn't need to make a big deal out of it. Let's figure out the why later. If you've already figured out and you've been a clever clock, then good for you. Speaking I've got. But, I mean, the sass is, you know, a, you know, a little bit inappropriate at this time where Jade is getting bunched. I'm okay. A, I mean, she's okay now, sure, but it's just something to think about in future. So, Willie, it is your turn. I would prefer that we not meld them if possible. Mm. Detention is the law. Oh. It's okay. I've I've got a good way. That okay. frog has whiskers. The frog sitting on the pad. 
The frog has whiskers, just like your ugly dad. Then Willie will cast Command. Sorry, that's the sports version. Listen to this song. And then listen being the command word. Like, uh, don't take action on your next turn. Just listen to us singing The Frog Has Whiskers. Okay. Uh, has to beat a 14, I believe. And it has... Is, dis- that, a, is that a wisdom throw? Is that a wisdom? Oh, yes, yes. It has a disadvantage, yes. Okay, give me one moment. Sorry. Oh, it well, ro- I'm sorry, I, I ro- just the, real quick, the quick calculation. It's 8 plus your level plus your spellcasting modifier. Okay. Um, is that uh, right? Yes or no? For a monster creature, I'm not sure. Are you asking spell for the command sa- spell? Oh, oh, for spell the spell saving throw, it's DC. 8 plus your proficiency plus your ability modifier. Yeah. Oh, oh, ability. So 8 plus 3 is 11 plus that. So it's uh, actually 15. Sh- pro- uh, proficiency should be 4. Level. And 9? Yeah. Okay, so 16. Sorry. Okay, I actually rolled two 19s. <sighs> Nothing really mad. Oof. Uh, smallest sir church in San Sinai. <laughs> Disco Elysium reference. Oh. None of it matters. No. Nothing really matters. Uh, yeah. Nope. So, cool. Uh, command fails. Spell fails. Okay. Anything else on your turn? Mm, nope. Okay, it is its turn. At the start of its turn, I should remind it that its speed is halved. And please make a wisdom saving throw. All right, with disadvantage, correct? I rolled a seven. That fails. Please take three d8 necrotic damage as my bats they poop on you (laughs) (laughs) all right uh do you want to roll the 3d8 or shall i you can i have but physical dice but physical poop and butt jokes in the same turn D &D. wood. look man i'm just trying to help you out i'm giving you the help action on this terrible joke (laughs) so i rolled uh 18 damage and that is enough to take it down so and it's non-lethal because my spirit guardians are good boys okay and girls so it um it stops moving eyes go from glowing red to off and it just stands there and we can roll out of initiative buried under a pile of bat poop right (laughs) My friends are still here for a good, like, ten minutes, guys. I'm just going hey! <laughs> so what nice check would it be you. to dismember this robot? Uh, <gasps> uh, <clears throat> I don't... It's I guess a it, it robot. Would be atta- attack you can rolls, just maybe? remove the limbs and make it non-lethal, and then we can have it f- walk with us and talk to it without it being able to attack us. One item that all of my characters seem to have in common is handcuffs for this reason. Because there are ways to... So I have manacles officially as part of my character. And so I take out my handcuffs and I say, I have an alternative way to disarm them. Are you interested in these manacles, perhaps? And by the way, uh, the, would... these metal restraints can bind a smaller medium creature. Escaping the manacles requires a successful dexterity check. DC 20. Breaking them... Requires a successful strength check, DC 20. Okay. Each set of manacles comes would with one key. apply to robotic characters, or would something with Hydra, or what is it, uh, the thing where you can 
Oh, I can't think of the word. Anyway, would a robot gain advantage on this? Um, I will say it's a humanoid-shaped creature, item, robot, however you want to describe it. It does have two arms. Manacles would restrain it. Um, And it is currently deactivated based on you attacking it. So it's not going to do anything. And then if it does wake up, it's not going to be able to move its arms. Yeah, and the manacles have 15 hit points. There are all the rules. I love rules. Mm. <laughs> I put it in manacles. All right. Uh, why, don't, why doesn't everybody roll a perception check? Hydraulics. That's the word I was trying to remember. Ah, 12. 11. Uh, 10. Okay. It, it is deactivated, so you have... The DC was pretty low. Uh, you can see that it is made of stone and metal. It is a uh, a creature, or a, not a creature, what is the word I'm looking for? A construct? A construct, yes, thank you. Um, it moves very well, it looks very lifelike, and on the back you do see some writing, and it says, Property of Kinshigan Dana. Well, that does is that very... mean anything yeah. to anyone? Not to me. No. What stone and metal is it made out of? It looks remarkably like the type of stone that you exploded uh, of the fountain. So here's a very important question. The general stone that was left, or are we looking at the absence of the stone that we thought was supposed to be there? This construct is made out of the fountain. Yeah, but why there was why was there still fountain afterwards? Or was it just... What is this special property of this metal and stone that they need? DM's doing a shrug. I mean, it it, it could just be nothing. It could just be a... It can't be nothing. Otherwise, they would have eaten the whole fountain. There has to be some... If they they can only transmute like a certain mass of stone... That's what I'm saying. What is that certain mass? Like, what What are we looking for? Because what if, like, the foundation of our government building was made out of this special stone? I and mean, then we're just going to have a bunch of robots. Does it have to robo- be a special stone? Cannot someone just use, like, like maybe an artificer used, I don't know, shape rock and then awakening? Like, in a nice combo, just make them, or like making a golem out of it? Yeah, um, that's what I'm Jade, trying to you, figure out. Could you out. just pick it up to see how heavy it is? I pick it up. Uh, it is... Quite massive, so it would weigh approximately 400 pounds. Can you pick that up? I try to pick it up. I have a strength of 18, and I think it's 15 times 18 is my... Yeah, no, I can't pick it up. So it is small, it is short, but it is very dense. I say, construct, my friends, they have so many questions for you, and you're not answering them. And I guess I healing hands, or lay on hands for one hit point. Okay, it My reactivates. Traditional uh, paladin, but I say, I have, this is going to convey well over podcast. She puts her finger to a lips to indicate silence. Okay, so it reactivates, and it doesn't move its mouth or anything, but you hear the, um, the initial greeting that it had. Greetings, I mean you no harm. I am a representative seeking information on current events regarding the ongoing plague. If you would be so kind... Please speak to me about information regarding this subject. Thank you. And it starts walking. No, no, wait, but... Guys. Sorry, maybe it wasn't clear about the manacles. Manacles aren't handcuffs. They're manacles. Oh. 
then it tries to walk and is restrained. Guys, why don't we try speaking oh, no, you're to talking. it? Oh, this is out of character? You, you oh, do have a soundproof carriage right next to you. Um. Okay, so once I open my mouth and go like, uh, and I see Jade like, no, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up. I uh, motion to the carriage so we can speak in the, God, I'm glad I made this joke, soundproof <laughs> carriage. <laughs> Guys, why don't we play its, why don't we play its game? What is our current plague? I believe it to be the Echo Blend. The what? The in- <laughs> Do you remember that time we were in the factory and they were like, drinks this pop, and you were like, okay, so you exploded the old factory? The thing you oh, like yes. this, that was an echo so it, 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 Sorry, it happened. I explored a lot of factories, as it turns out. <laughs> the one with the globe of that. And that is ah, it. Yes. yes. If you don't I remember mind, that one. I'm going to let Wilhelmina out because I feel like her accent would be easier to do. No, she is too envy. I do not like her. <laughs> We can't open the window, so I don't want anyone smoking in here. You have just not felt my hands enough. Um, That being said, we... What if the Echo Blim was the problem? The plague? But there was a plague count. Oh, that is material components. That does not speak to the soul. This is not art. This is a plague of the body, not a plague of the mind or the soul. I'm sorry to bring this up now. It may be, if, if anything, it's a little bit embarrassing that it's only just occurred to me at this particular moment. But if the thing that makes it go crazy or cuckoo is as speaking, I am telepathic. <laughs> That's perfect. I was wondering why I did not know a sign language, you know? GSL uh, so sign language. Yes, I Wonderful. <clears throat> so let's test this one out. I, uh, I stick my tet out of the, the carriage and I project my thoughts towards the, the metal person and go, qu'est-ce que c'est? Pourquoi? So are you asking who it is or what it's doing or what well, exactly i mean strictly speaking i'm saying what is it why <laughs> what is it why all right it will it uh it will speak um the following uh i am a data gathering robot dgr model 62b i have been sent to understand if the plague of mijlok has passed and it is safe for my owner history check baby okay uh, i will um mentally like bounce that to the other two <laughs> so they can hear but does does Mish look mean anything to you uh, say back to it uh, say sir tell them it's safe oh <clears throat> oh so basically you're saying to the robot that it's safe like yeah, no plague okay yes not no that yes that, that's plague is so this is mental again Yes, that plague has long gone. We've much sorted. We have at least six different plagues now, but none of them as dangerous as that one. Okay, you hear it say, Priority override. New behavior dictated. Must seek replication materials. Please clear the area for safety. Commencing construction safety alarm. And it starts going, And I need everybody to roll initiative. (laughs) Wait, can I get my history check? Oh, what were you... I'm sorry, yes. What were you checking on? 
the name, like they said oh. a name. Mishluk? Yeah. Okay. D- with a 23, does that have any meaning to me? To you, since you would stare at that spider by the job board in the guild hall so much, in your peripheral vision, you would see the map of Guaso and Nicomoy, around the Nicomoy area in particular, and you would note that there is a very small village called Mijlok that is kind of in the middle between uh, Brindlestoke, Shireford upon Emu, and Once Upon a Time. Oof. Um, okay. I got a 19 on my initiative. Okay. And I will wait for my turn to act. Um, I got a nine on mine, and by the way, I'm still concentrating on the hex. Okay. I only gave you one hit point, sucker. <laughs> That's true. Six on my initiative, but I point out to my friends, it is mostly dead. He's well, not dead okay. yet, but mostly. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. I mean, what we could we could just like throw like a bottle at him. Yes. Earl is one. I hand you a wine bottle. Okay, thank you. It is Willie's turn. I hand you a wine bottle. Replication protocol unneeded. Seek query, leader of town name. Mishluk. Mishluk. It is unresponsive to that. It is um, eyes are red. Uh, alarm is blaring. Your hands All are right, tied. Then and big swing, have... Willie. Oh. He goes to attack it. <laughs> okay, what is your attack? Uh, with a, uh, what is it called? The Paladin thing? Divine what was that? A- something. I, I get a plus 10 to it from my Conquest Paladin. So that's I, a 27. I, I miss what you said. 27 oh, I, to hit? I, uh, div- uh, I forget the name of it. It's not Lay on Hands. It's the other thing you get. Divine Smite? No, it's another one. Um, hold on. I'll find it. Let me just say, it was a 27 to hit, correct? Yes. Using an ability, I add plus 10, 27. Okay. It hits. It has one point of health. Do you get at least one damage? <laughs> yes. Then it is now deactivated, and we can step out of initiative. So I absolutely smash this thing with the broadside of my greatsword. <laughs> And just, like, not even, like, sever it, but just break it into components. Okay. Can you roll a damage roll? No. (laughs) Okay. And here I am with just this this bottle of wine ready to just smash it. That's 13 points of damage. Okay. Uh, Its head falls off. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. I want to settle a debate with with someone. I walk over to the body and cast Speak with Dead. (laughs) I want to find out if these robots have souls. And it says it doesn't return a soul to his body. I already read that bit. But if it is or was alive in some description, then it may be able to talk. And devil's advocate, depending on how much they go into Warforged technology, there might be a fragment of a soul crystal in there. Okay, I will... I didn't... Let me just be transparent. I did not anticipate this... But uh, I will say <laughs> it is able to speak to you. You didn't anticipate fighting the monster? No, someone <laughs> speaking to dead to a robot. I was just not exactly on the top of my mind. I have okay. sent the I'll spell in the it. chat and it is allowed. Indeed. Okay. It is, it is communicating to you. 
It says target a corpse of your choice within range. It doesn't say it doesn't work on constructs. You're right. Okay. What would you like uh, to say to it? Uh, I will let Willie handle this. He seems to have a much more capable hand on the situation than I do. But I can just keep repeating uh, the spell if we need any more questions. Three questions, right? Uh, five. Mm, and now that combat has been ended, this is our only combatant, right? Yep. Why do you believe you exist? Whoa, holy cow. I have been sent to understand if the plague of Mijlok has passed and it is safe for my owner. Oh, I would have um, answered you with, I think therefore I am, player. You're lucky. You got a nice DM. <laughs> uh, persuasion <laughs> check. That is not a true answer. Why do you believe you exist? And that is a seven. <laughs> okay. I exist to execute the will of my owner. I am to gather data and return it to my owner. I sprinkle a pinch of salt and put a copper piece on each of its eyes. Don't mind I me. fish a couple of mm. wine glasses out of the carriage and pour some wine for Jade and myself. Oh. <laughs> Tanager's carriage definitely has one of those things where you hit a button and there's four chilled wine glasses. I need that. <laughs> um, yeah. And who do you believe your owner is? I am the property of Kinshigan Dana of 23 King's Loop in Mijlak Guaso. Ooh. Um, I look at my friends, I push the robot out of the carriage and go into the soundproof area. We can ask it, where was it created? Like, we need to talk to this Wapigapo dude. Do you know what I would ask it if I could ask it a question? I got two more questions by my count, so feel free. I, and, and then I can just recast the spell. <laughs> Every 10 days, right? No. No, it says the spell fails if... Oh, yes. So I misread that part. Yeah, well, you only have five, baby. You got to make them count. Well, so far it's only Thanks, been two Mom. questions, right? Well, we'll wait 10 uh, days three, and then we'll come there back was to one, it. I did ask one redundant question. Oh, I see. The listeners will nail me on that. <laughs> yes, I admit, <laughs> yeah. so. The question I would ask it is, it's okay if I go outside and I ask his question. Um, this is not the question. It's the only question to you. <laughs> to the Willie. The robot or to Willie? Uh, okay. Like three different voices come out of Willie's throat and say, We trust the mother. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is my question. You are Ed. Eh. I, I sprinkle more salt on it. This is a gentle repose. Um, it is currently the year 49595. In what year were you created? I was created in the year 49595. Thank you. That is my question. <sighs> Dang. We know by who. I guess the only question that would help us figure out who to talk to is where. Uh, 23 King's Loop, Miljuk Guasso. Name of the person is Kinshigan Dana. Okay. All right, Gatsby, you have a question. What do you want to ask it? Um, it's not so much, I mean, we, we could just, you know, put this out of his misery, if you wish, um, or we could just, I mean, we've got, we've got 10 minutes, we could just keep it around, it does, if you want, you don't have to ask it any more questions, you just talk to it, want some companionship, or we could perhaps use it as some sort of navigation device, um, maybe if we head over that direction, it might start vibrating if we get close enough. Okay. Then we just hold it over a certain direction and it vibrates more. 
corpse carrier picks up the head. Classic. So yes, I will pick up the head and put it on the front of the carriage as some rudimentary navigation device. <laughs> I will remind the you. souls of the dam scream from our wood ornament as two devilkin and a dead guy roll away. <laughs> oh, uh, are you pushing the carriage because your horses have been slapped away? Do you want me to call a steed? I don't have I'm it sure Tana, I'm sure Tanager built in some sort of mechanized device which allows it to be horseless. He just likes hanging around with horses. Uh, I'm going to go in the middle of the road. He does have a gear set where one to two people can pull this cart. And uh, Willie will just go out and start pulling this cart down down the road back. It's much slower <laughs> than a horse, but it's not the full back-breaking effort of carrying a cart on your back. With 18 strength, you just can't watch. She has to, like, go help. All right. Um, so as Jade and Willie are pulling this cart down this muddy road... Gatsby riding uh, on it, not walking. Yeah, Enjoying chilled wine at that... I'm, I would help. I would love to help, but uh, this wine b- bottle of wine has not been finished, and it goes bad if it's not drunk, so I must <laughs> do my duty. Well, then pass it here, my friend. Oh, no. Helena is back. I'm, I'm, I, I, would, I cannot, cannot reach. Oh, it's such a shame. Uh, What's oh, good? <laughs> Wilhelmina, like, <laughs> delicately puts his, her hands on Jade's waist and, like, uses yep, that as the You can carry the car yourself. All right, yeah. bye. <laughs> I'm going to hey, sit in it, too. Well, <laughs> um, but goes up and takes a drink, and then we'll pull the cart afterwards and be like, this is a mess. I don't know who you're talking to, because I'm in the cart. Oh, uh, yes, we are still above. Some of the wine has got them my head a little bit. Yes, it is a little bit of a mess, but yeah, tends to happen. As you go along the road to Shireford, and you see a billboard... And below the billboard is a collection of flowers, and the horses that you had slapped away are currently eating the flowers below the billboard. I know this is a violation of the HOA Association rules, and I hop out of the carriage, and I'm like, horses, come here. Uh, Don't make me hex you. Do do perform an animal handling check. Hey, never done one of these before. I have to look that one up. What's my animal handling Plus one. Sixteen. The horses uh, look up at you and listen to your whistle and they, they come toward you. Here are some apples. Six apples for all each of you. I know Ooh. so much about animals. Yeah. <laughs> they start wiggling their ears in delight and their, their tails start swishing as they munch down the apples. All right. Oh, Willie, I killed your horses. All right. What? Not, not yet. <sighs> Later. <laughs> If you would like to reconnect them to the carriage, you may. I do. I have no idea what I have done. You've attracted them to you, and yes. they are a butter, or I guess putty in your hands. Not butter in your hands. That would be weird. That's what they'll be later. Okay. <laughs> when they're dead. So, uh, right. also, yep. the billboard uh, has a picture of two, an attractive couple floating on inner tubes wearing large hats and drinking out of coconut cups with small paper umbrellas, and it reads... Relaxation is just five miles away. Shireford upon Emu. You guys know I am technically a fair-breezing kitten. I think I maybe I have another day job I need to do, and it's uh, floating in an inner tube. Yes? No? 
No one wants to join me. We could just retire, you know. We don't have to work all the time. What is life for? Is life to work? Or you live live to work or work to live? Uh, Wilhelmina lights a cigarette. Goes, oh, no. Jet, I do not understand your trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be both frivolous but morale at the same moment. How do I understand this? I just remembered I was inviting, so it's okay. Let's go investigate the crime. <laughs> Ignore the question, but that does not make it go away. Oh, God. I, like, run, walk away from Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina enjoys being the spider in the corner of the room. (laughs) So, Gatsby, we are looking for the reappraisal so that we can get a lower price for sunflower sundries. Yes? Let's go. I believe she is looking for something else. The handsome so, reward from the Economic Council. Thank you, I almost forgot. So as you continue down the road, you see uh, a couple of more billboards. <laughs> One of them says, Investors, merchants, and tradesmen looking for new opportunities to expand your business? Inquire with the Economic Council of Shireford upon Emo, Ecosu, and let's succeed together. The last, em- the last billboard that you pass says, Hurt in an accident? Call Sue Leach. You don't pay unless I win. Sue, Sue, Sue's. And then in small print, main office in Sue, no longer taking adventurers as clients. And when you see the picture of the lady of Sue Leach, it looks exactly like Jade. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Say what now? The picture of the lawyer in the billboard looks exactly like Jade. Uh, Jade, did you ever pose for any, like, stock portraiture? Uh- I did you know? They told me that that photography was just between them and me. No, um... Well, evidently it is not. I... That looks like me. <laughs> uh, Willie uses his speed portrait ability to make an exact replica of this. That also looks like me. Oh, I feel flat out. <laughs> I do not have many fans. You know, I, it's age lines around my eyes. It's been a hell to get appreciation. Wilhelmina okay, gives you a little them. wink and okay. goes... So, <laughs> but no, I'm a married Oh, you're going to talk about how pretty you are to Wilhelmina? Oh, God. All right. So, <laughs> I, my, my wife, perhaps she may not like this billboard. And what is your wife's name? Perhaps we should meet. <laughs> To, to, to remember a famous quote of a f- previous fire-breathing kitten, ¿Por qué no los dos? <laughs> Rado, let's go to town. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I, gotta, I gotta put her to the screws. All right, as I you dig get- around the seat cushions for a second bottle of wine. I seem to have finished the first one. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Tanager's carriage, if you deep delve deep enough into in between the cushions an emergency stash of liquor emerges it pops out like it was james bond ready all right so uh gatsby if you finish that bottle i'll say you have disadvantage on perception checks but advantage on persuasion checks well that's just the way we do things here Okay, you get to the edge of shireford upon emu and you see that it, there's a gate cross or crossing the road And there is what looks to be like a town guard standing in front, asking you to halt. He has his hand up and he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Of course, you may not hear him because you're in your soundproof carriage, but he's waving you over like, come talk to me. Gatsby, do you want to be the perception check for the group? Totally. (laughs) I would do that. 
Uh, Out of the way, small, tiny person. We are on a mission from a higher power. Your boss. Hey. Wilhelmina scuttles into the front seat, puts her legs over Gatsby's, and just, like, tries to do the most uncomfortable, like... Do you really want to keep talking to these people, or do you want no, to let okay, us through? No, it's okay, it's okay. I feel very persuasive all of a sudden. I think I could do this. I'm so sorry, he's drunk. Uh, you know, uh, I will give yeah, a so help action. Uh, oh, it's unnecessary. So, all I... I'm doing is, uh, I'm checking to make sure that we don't get a uh, another uh, problem like we had earlier. Uh, we had a uh, an incident. And uh, you don't look like the perpetrator that we saw earlier. So, um, w- can you please state your business? What about our old ornament? Good, good grief. Um, yeah, that's the guy. I see you caught him. That's great. Um, I, I assume you're the people that are replying to the, uh, the letter we sent to the fire-breathing kittens? What do you mean, this letter? And I hold up the letter, most of it is covered in wine. <laughs> uh, that appears to be legible so that is I believe the one I am thinking about so yeah yeah okay so I'm glad you guys are here um, we got a problem we got two uh, edifices that have been demolished uh, we got the Valachenko Mart that got destroyed and the Silver Tree that got destroyed and it looks like you caught the perpetrator and used them as a hood ornament I'm a little bit disturbed by that but uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad like you. A... I'm glad you solved it. Um, uh, would you like to? You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, did you catch all four of them? Oh yes, totally. Um, what we what we need to go and do now, as a matter of uh, deepest importance, is to go and hang on a second. Oh need yeah. To go and what talk the to... fuck? Sorry. <laughs> he drank too much. Drunk them. What? There's no suspension on this cut. Very important <laughs> part of the mission is to go and speak to a bank appraiser by the name of... Do you know anyone like that? Bank appraiser. Um, I will say that we got a couple of appraisers uh, down at the Valachenko Mart to estimate the damage. Uh, yeah, it was pretty much destroyed completely. If you want to make your way that way, it might be over there. Or uh, you can go over to the Silver Tree shop and uh, see if he's there. He's in one of those two places, just checking out the damage. Lovely. Bon voyage. Hope you have a good time with your nephews. Bonsoir, uh, monsieur. Yeah, you too. Uh, let me go ahead and get that gate for you. <laughs> so it opens what the gate. Oh, yes, there's a gate. So I did not notice there was a gate. Oh, my perception is Olaf. He points Valachenko marts over there and... Uh, Silver Tree's opposite side of town toward Brindlestoke. Okay, we'll go to the nearest one, because I have one out of a second bottle of wine. <laughs> oh, you better, uh, I'd be careful with that. I just, um, doing a lot of drinking hey, can be, don't tell me uh... what to do. <laughs> Roll a persuasion check. Well, gladly. With advantage. 27. Okay, sorry there, sir. Uh, you look like you got things under control. You go ahead and go on down to the uh, Valachinko Mart. That's I do. Oh, honey, you look sick. I have you. I know, no, it just happens. Sometimes no, have it in my lap. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, maybe next time. 
<laughs> so, uh, as, as long you... as there is tomorrow, my dear. <laughs> we'll help Mina's a flirt. Um, I think we may need some more wine. More uh, wine or less wine? <laughs> one of the above. Mila, Wilhelmina is persuasion personified. <laughs> so as you approach the location of the Valachenko Mart, uh, where the location is, was reported to you by the guard, you're overwhelmed how much land that this building takes up. It has the appearance of three stories, but only looks like it has one floor with just very high ceilings. And the entire main entrance looks like a cave-in occurred, and there's police everywhere uh, they look like they're trying to coordinate. Um, just they're gi- they're giving materials to different people. Can everybody roll a perception check? Lovely. With disadvantage for Gatsby. <laughs> See, the 19. issue is that is is I rolled a nineteen and a seventeen. So oh, pretty good. I mean, that's seventeen. Five. What did you get, uh, Willie? Uh, se- uh, seventeen. Okay, so. Just Willie and Gatsby see the following. Uh, So one, the police seem to be creating a perimeter to keep folks away. Uh, Two, there's a guy at the perimeter that's taking just a a crazy amount of notes and keeps mumbling to himself. He seems really out of place. And then three, uh, the the police are coordinating with a red dragonborn. Looks like the red dragonborn seems to be a person of significance. And they're asking him questions and then leaving and then trying to distribute materials, food, and whatnot to the people around the perimeter. Uh, I cast Thaumaturgy to make my voice so loud and boomy. <laughs> and I say, Excuse me, uh, listen up, commoners. Is anyone here happen to be a bank appraiser? If so, please report to this carriage immediately and ignore the smell. Thank you. <laughs> so everybody is astonished at the volume of that voice. And you see one person in particular, like, looking side to side, and he starts walking toward the carriage. See, what did we just do this before? We just roll into town, I shout, and then the problems sort themselves out. Anyway, I lean out of the window, um, brushing a little bit of nastiness onto the floor as we go. He goes, he goes uh, hello. Uh, hello there. Uh... What is the purpose of your trying to call me? I'm in the middle so, of trying to uh, appraise this destruction. Well, this is far more important. Yeah, am I correct in saying you're a bank appraiser of some description? Yes, I am a, an appraiser with the Bank of Guasso. Oh, uh, do you work in the Nicomoy branch normally? As a matter of fact, I do. We are the main branch in the area. There are small villages around, but we take care of the small villages. Sandy, it's the right one. Grab him. <laughs> I grab him. Grapple check. <laughs> no, he's super weak. You got him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so why are you putting hands on me? I, hey, I work for a bank. Yeah, yeah. So do we. Well, in a way. I do apologize. We would require your services and we will handsomely reward you. I don't look. I'm not looking for a bribe. I am. Uh, I'm just trying to do a job. What, a, what is the job you are trying to uh, get me to do? That is a good question. What do, what do we need him to do? Please, the Sunflower Sundries, there has been a dramatic emergency change in its value. Uh, 
okay, uh, can this wait like an hour or two? I'm trying to, there's a lot of damage that has happened to a couple of buildings in this town. And I have to go to Brindlestoke and once upon a time as well. Uh, no, I got, got a full got to day. We've got to make it back before the bank closes. <sighs> Why does I it have to be? I think my watch has stopped. I understand it's a Sunday, so it's probably already closed. Uh, maybe you want to come back tomorrow. We can we can sort it out on Monday. Monday we're open all day. Very important question, DM. Is it afternoon? It is afternoon. Dang it's it. It's 12.15. We missed it. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> So, I mean, quickly, the bank quickly, is closed. I, I believe we may have crossed a time zone. So, I believe we still have 45 minutes left. I mean, it's that's true. There is a time zone, but, uh, I mean, I can handle whatever you need. Why don't I just, look, after I'm done here, I can go down to Nicomoy and appraise whatever you want. You know, just... Oh, you don't even need to do that. Just fill in a form. That will sort the rest. Eh, I don't trust you guys. I mean, you, you uh, got he took to... a he, he did a quick portrait earlier, ooh, didn't you? Ooh, ooh. Wilhelmina is out right now. So she slinks across the carriage, just like drapes herself over this person. I drop and him. And in a persuasion check, <laughs> we don't need you to do anything more than you already do. Just listen to us and then First thing tomorrow, you help us out. But you have a lot of cases, right? You're a busy little guy. Who's a busy little guy? And she, like, boops his nose. Uh, it's me. I'm, I'm the busy little guy. You're a busy little guy. So why don't you help us take a little bit off that plate, and you just go ahead and send over some of your reports for this whole area. The entire Emu River and their deltas. And then we can help you. And it's like tummy touch, chest touch, nose touch. Uh, roll a persuasion check. With a plus six. 28, my guy. Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> he is He is just like, uh, yeah, he's he's melting. He's like, oh, I never, nobody ever paid me attention like this. This is so nice. I quietly leave the carriage. <laughs> They don't I loudly leave the carriage. They I, don't uh, see you like I do. You're right. I, I see you. I work so hard, and it's it's nice to have somebody notice me. I tell you what, whatever you need, I do. Just you tell me what I need. Go go take your socks off. I'm gonna just go ahead and go through all your bags and all your pockets, and and when you're done getting comfortable, I'll be right here for you. Okay, that sounds very, very good. It does sound good, and it's true. And I'm just handing all of his personal effects out the window to my party members. <laughs> hey guys, uh, hey guys, real quick. Um, we've been looking a lot into of what's been being broken. We have an insurance adjuster here, and also maybe just make copies. And um, he definitely just spent seven thousand gold. Um. So let's use that as leverage. Can we do oh, don't that? Don't worry, I'm I'm already on it. I got a real fancy pen earlier, which means I can, and gloves, which means I can just forge away as you're going. Uh, Wilhelmina leans out of the carriage, gives you a kiss on both cheeks, and go, Gatsby. That is why we love you. And uh, please, can you just push some coin Jade's way? Thank you so much. I'm so confused. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> I, I would 
confusedly give one coin to Jed. Uh, <laughs> you're a cop, and from what many of Willie's personas understand, is you like bribes, and you will ignore crime if you like if you get a bribe. Is That's cops what... to teach me to do this? Yes, what? I don't even know what's going on. I'm outside of the carriage. I'm being I am a taking. I don't understand. Like, nope. Don't we explain. Were... Don't explain. I don't need to know. Thank you for the coin. <laughs> so I know you are. Look! Look! Sh- shiny! Shiny ah, coin! Look! Ah. Look! Look! <laughs> I walk away. Like there's technically a coin been thrown. I don't really care where it got thrown. I just walk away. I'm like, I don't see this. I see nothing. <laughs> They're good people, they're good people, they're good people. I'm good people too. <laughs> ding, ding, incorrect. <laughs> so, do you want me to go over to the place tomorrow, or what were you thinking? All I need you to do is sign this one little piece of paper. You have such a cute signature. Just oh. put it on this paper right here that says that this property is only worth just a mild 10% of what you thought it was. But don't worry, because you still have all of your stamps and all of your accolades that you've worked for, and there are people, while they are not government, will pay you for your skills. And honey, I feel like I should pay for you. Oh, don't... You don't need to do that. That's that's very nice, but... uh... I can sign it. You know, I've been practicing my signature, so that is all right with me. Let me go ahead and sign that. And so he Full signs. Full on invoking this nice person into mob culture as a, like, yeah. Well, you rolled super high with persuasion, so he's just like, he'll do anything. Well, all it I is need nice to, to do, be noticed. I'm going to make a roll. Could the DM tell me high or low? Low. Wilhelmina does a just small adjustment to the document that nets Willie an extra 10,000 gold pieces. <laughs> All right. Willie would never do that, but he <laughs> slipped today. And yeah. yeah, Wilhelmina would. So everybody still gets his 50,000 gold piece deal, but her and him know it was actually a 60,000 gold piece deal. Nice. All right. Well, uh, you're, um, I think you successfully helped your sunflower friend. Yeah, he just needs to have his vegetables rot in a keg instead of on the showroom floor. So as the discussion's happening, uh, a red dragonborn approaches your carriage and knocks on it. I move a dial away from the carriage and, uh, you know, just rubbing the, when you lift your foot, and your toe touches the ground, you're just moving your ankle back and forth, like, mm, don't mind me, not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Gatsby has stood a couple of paces away from the the door of the carriage, just frantically scribbling away. You go, oh, yes, can I help you at all? Uh, please say no. Uh, yes, I am looking for oh. um, for a bank adjuster. I have lots of problems with my building and he needs to uh, properly appraise what is happening so I can get uh, good insurance feedback. Okay, one second. Uh, I, I will poke my head back inside and go, are you all done in here? What's going on, hon? Oh, me? Oh, you? Just just some work, some uh, fellow from, I, I assume, that crime scene? 
asking for the the appraiser if you're uh, all done with the business that needed one, to be attended to? One delicate finger on the middle of his chest pushing him back onto the bed. And then Wilhelmina will beg. <laughs> oh, you don't think the carriage had a pullout? Come on. Wilhelmina exits the carriage and goes, Yeah, I, I feel comfortable speaking for the adjuster. That will not do, I'm afraid. I need to talk to the adjuster. I appreciate you trying to uh, cooperate and help, but I need the adjuster. It will not take very long. So, would you like this with sugar or vinegar? I do not understand your metaphor. I would like to talk to the adjuster. Uh, intimidation check. All right, do it. 24. All right. Uh... (laughs) He is a big, tough guy, but he just kind of, you can see he gives a little bit, like he flinches. It's like, look, I have this place insured. It is big store. I need time, but I'm willing to work with you after all. Look, uh... So you're willing to work with me? With me? Yes. Then we can talk in a few hours. The adjuster's busy at the moment. Hours? I do not have hours, I'm afraid. I... Oh, then might, just sign it over. To help. I might be able to help. Um, oh, I please. look down and I, I, I just happen to have an exact copy of the the form he was working on because I forged everything. <laughs> uh, which number would you like me to write in this value slot here? Oh, well, this is, this is more like it. I think, uh, I don't know, maybe 25,000 gold should do. No, um, I think twenty five. No, he's being Wait silly. a minute, please, please. Let, let the professionals handle this. Uh, 25, come in. You can do better than that. How about we well, push it to an even... I mean, we got to round it up. You got to add on, like, kind of, you know, taxes and your rebuilding things. And not to mention the, the hit or reputation. Is too, let's just round it up to the even, even 50,000. That sounds and beautiful And the personal to processing fees. Oh yeah, you, oh, God, don't forget is that. Is our time oh. valueless, mm. Gatsby? Not to not to mention, yeah, of course. Um, not to mention the fact that uh, you know inflation and all that. So we've got to take that into account. So how about we? I will I will just write a quick hundred thousand on here, and um, no one said We, do you we not can do better. We can do better. We can that do that sounds... hundred thousand across the next year. So it sounds very suspicious, do you not think? Will the town guard or the bank perhaps reject this form? Put it this way. This is your livelihood, correct? Absolutely. How can you put a price on someone's life? Well, it is not my life per se. I mean, it is just building, but... I mean, I, I say, can put it back down to 25,000 if you want. But look, if look, you want 100,000... 50,000, I think. risky to me. 50,000 seems reasonable. It is high enough to cover expenses, not too high to draw attention. Very fifty thousand. Uh, I will put it up to fifty-five thousand just to cover my ten percent finder's fee. And there we go, fifty-five thousand gold pieces for you. And uh, let me just sign this here. Very good. And he signs it. And I will sign this as well. Uh, I will just quickly look over to see the signature that I've seen on that. The other form and i will just quickly go yes this is definitely my signature and there you go thank you very much i am very happy with this arrangement uh please accept a 10 discount at any valachenko mart in guasso 
I mean, that is, of course, not necessary, but much appreciated. Now, go and have a good day. You as well. Thank you very much. Okay, let's boot it. <laughs> we have just one more place to go, yeah? I mean, do we need to? I mean, really? Um, yeah, just uh, we, we, 20... I mean, we've only got about, we got about half an hour before the bank closes. <laughs> I reckon we could get back. Popping that time zone, remember? Well, the, the man in the carriage says, Hey, the bank is closed. It is a... Uh... It's been closed for like 15 minutes. If you want to do stuff tomorrow, are we open at 8 a.m.? <laughs> Let's see. The Gazette goes out at 6. So I reckon I reckon we might be able to manage. That's just... Oh, yes, that's a good point. I do need to get back to the office because there's quite a lot of inflammatory writings I need to process. I will write a letter and drop it in the mail, addressing it to 23. King's Loop, Milujuk, Guasso, attention, Caliph, Kinshigandana, and say, the plague is over, you can come out now, please deactivate all of your Merdale, but no, de- property destruction robots. I drop it in the mail. All right. So what is next for our adventurers? Well, I reckon we can just go home. <laughs> I mean, we have, we've had quite a long day. We've uh, got into some combat. We've uh, forged many documents. We've probably committed at least two or three different forms of fraud. I think that's a good day. Oh, I know. We'll pick up a horse and we'll ride back to town clinking wine bottles, yes? Yes, <laughs> definitely. Oh, we then, find our uh, on, horses. On the way home, I will just, yes, I will drop in just to the printers, just to drop off the words I wrote for the bank staff. And hopefully tomorrow everyone will see that and we'll have a nice little protest on our hands. Yeah, we oui, oui. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's what I pour you all a glass of wine from yet another wine bottle that Alice gave me. Uh, the line between Willie and his personas has grown ever thin. So someone drinks from that wine bottle. Is it <laughs> Willie? Who knows? I just show you the spider that needs your love. Who knows? But we clink glasses and have a good time and hope that the plague is indeed over <laughs> in that place. Because we didn't actually go check. No. It's probably fine and won't come back to bite us later on in the season. <laughs> there is a greater plague, a plague of culture. We are invaded by bugs who steal our creatives. There is so much more than petty land disputes and the fact that we can create a place for which people to enjoy real life speaks to how good we are. Darling Gatsby, a pretty girl does not light her own cigarette. And he look, she looks at you expectantly. I click my fingers and hope they burst into flames. And as that flame click goes... The session ends. Indeed, I think um, it does. I will uh, tell you the epilogue. So, <laughs> oh god, well, what is the epilogue for this one? It's complicated. The horse is dead. <laughs> so, the sunflower shop, uh, this uh, high sprout sunflower or sunflower high sprout, is over the moon. Because not only does he get a reduction of the appraisal of his building because of the corpses, 
and then your your forgeries with uh, the appraiser. But then also, Gatsby was able to acquire some money on the side from that contract with the owner of Valachenko Mart, or the Walmart, if you will. Uh. And uh, so uh, you're able to put him back in business, and you start your tavern across the street. It smells a bit because of the corpses. Uh, the letter that Jade sends to Kinshigan, he receives... But he looks out of his estate window and sees zombies still roaming the streets and does not believe it because the plague is still going on. So he does not turn off his robots. And at the at the end of this session, there are currently 34 uh, data gathering robots wandering the land and will continue to do what they do. Um, because you were able to defeat the one... The people of Huance recognize the stone from the fountain and are overjoyed that you've defeated it. And so they reward you in gold and write your name in stories so your names will will pass through the generations as heroes. But... Um, the Jade they, Fountain. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yes. They, they, they actually, the new fountain that is created are likenesses of the three of you working together and holding up a flame of justice as water dances around it. And there you, you are now the centerpiece of that town. Ooh, can it be two horned figures going up at a corpse that is decaying? And then in like the cusp of their hand is the light of progress. Yes. They, they do consult you as to how you would like the fountain to look because you are their heroes. Uh, Brindlestoke is still plagued by these robots and they kind of wander around. Um, Kinshigan does send a letter back to Jade asking um, why, why she would lie to him so, <laughs> so blatantly. And uh, well, you, you know, have to return address. Of course. Yeah. She's very proper. And so uh, that concludes our session. Mom, yeah. you got a letter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you uh, you also make a nice new home for your spider which replaces your previous spider and Nusaleg promises not to uh, evict any of the spiders in the guild hall again so yeah that's a victory Willie feels multiple entities in his throat wishing to say a curse onto Nusaleg to ensure this but Willie swallows it down and just simply says thank you Nusalag pats you on the back and says, Oh, Willie, we're so glad you're with us. And he walks off. And that concludes our exciting episode. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, today we featured Jade. Coming, dear. Gatsby. Well, we, we won some, we lost some. But the important thing is we got the replacement spider for our friend. So all the zombies and murder bots walking around could never replace dead spider but we could at a pet shop <laughs> <laughs> and willie the whiskers on the frogs speak many tales but what we love most of all is the one who prevails thank you for joining us bye-bye bye adieu <laughs> Welcome to the Cancer Youth Thrivers Podcast, 
My name is Andrea Wilson-Woods, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Cancer U. Join me each week as I interview cancer patients, caregivers, survivors, and providers about their cancer journeys. You're listening to Cancer Youth Thrivers, where real people share true stories. Okay, so here is your official Fat Guy Loves Cake podcast trailer. What is Fat Guy Loves Cake? It's a comedy podcast. It's observational humor. It's hosted by me, Joey Valentine. It's every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, bright and early for you. You can listen to it on your way to work. Get a good laugh. I talk about whatever's on my mind, and I promise you will not find a funnier podcast on the internet. 30 minutes to an hour every Monday, Wednesday, Friday with me, your host, Joey Valentine, on Fat Guy Loves Cake. Often, we face a conflict with our mind while deciding what to do and what not to do. This podcast is one of a kind. Here, bro faces a tussle with his mind while talking with the audience. He tries to update everyone on real-life events, but his mind repeatedly reminds him of his insecurities. Tune in. You have never heard something like this before.